0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the coach gang.
1: And that's you. For
0: being in here, being involved, and being active. On this YouTube channel, one wonder, welcome to Money Night Roski. The longest, longest running episode program here on YouTube. On this channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. New, 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 new world order. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachelini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus, and you're in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy and CGA. See God Allah in the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. (laughs) We got a great show for you lined up here, running a simulcast with a certain team that's about to take an L today oh yes and all of that in the bag of chips ahoy right there thank you with gone with john we're gonna go ahead and put that up there on the screen but anyway we got a great show for you lined up today there's a woman that says women aren't looking for partners they're looking for sponsors because i got money all right and so this is from a woman you know you notice have you noticed that i've been using other women to get my point across all right. And they're like, they don't speak for all women. All right. And so a woman says women today are not looking for partners. They're looking for sponsors. And we're going to listen to her video later on. We have a woman collecting $5,600 a month in child support. And she takes her husband back into court for an increase in child support. Jesus Christ. And you get it We got your that going on. That I'm broke. Dead flat. Miserable broke. I got $3 Miserable women. in my purse. All right, miserable woman uh of the week is this woman. Fifty six hundred dollars a month in child support, and she wants an increase in child support. Oh my mm. goodness. Uh yeah, we got that coming up here. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. What to do in Memphis when it snows? We got that coming up here. And we got what else do we got here? Uh let's see here. Oh, we get a man—a man that been exonerated for a false allegation, spent forty-four years in prison. He recently just got a judgment as some, as they say, reparations for him losing his freedom and all of that in a bag of chips, ahoy! So anyway, buckle your seat belt. We got an evening show. It is a little loosey-goosey over here, but I must tell you, to contribute to today's show, Dallas, Sign, the Notorious CGA on the cash app, Bimbo. Coach Greg Adams TV and PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. When you can super chat on the notorious new 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 CGA channel. Thank you gone with John, but I better make sure it's my actual link. This ninja might have his link on the screen. I know you wouldn't do that to me, (laughs) but to be safe. (laughs) All right, here we go right here. Wow. All right. This ninja going home with a bag, all right? I'm going to be looking up like, what in the hell happened to me? All right, this ninja going to be eating good in the neighborhood. Shout out with you, brother. Listen, I know you wouldn't do that to me, but I might have to ring the bell on your ass. All right, here we go. I'm going to come looking for you. Hey, man, what the hell? All right, hit me with the like button. For some reason, my screen is all messed up. I don't know what I did here. Oh, I can't. Okay. My screen is all messed up. I don't know what we got going on here, but uh, let me see here. Give, give me a second to get my bearings here. All right, what are we doing here? Where's the. Okay, there it is. Oh, man, I see what happened. All right, yeah, this ninja gone with John like. Drake jacket. He wouldn't do that, though. <laughs> He wouldn't do that. I appreciate you, my brother. I know you wouldn't do that. Yeah, Gone With John is sitting up there like,
2: Gotta get my bag and run.
0: <laughs> no, shout out to Gone With John. As a matter of fact, go subscribe to his channel, Gone With John. You see him there with the monkey wrench right there um, on the uh, on the channel. All right, Gone John, Gone With John. I'll be like, hey, man, remember when you put... <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, man, uh, what a world we live in. Uh, to, did I get to the contributions? I did. Let's get. To, let's see if there's any contributions. There's none early on. All right, let me see. What is this right here? I'm going to check over here. The Steelers are gone. Steelers gone, bye-bye. And uh, who's going to win tonight? The Eagles? Eagles are Eagles. All right, are the Eagles going to lose on the road? Well, they've been slipping and stumbling and tripping and fumbling. They've been looking goofy. And I told you they were going to look goofy in that gauntlet. All right, somebody said, Wayne Wonder says, I have a soundbite for you. Mike Epps said on the new Shaq special that he takes two little blue pills and beats the carnation milk out of that young peace leave. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Did he say peace leave? I would have wondered, or he probably said something else. All right, he beats the carnation milk. All right, ain't nothing like a young, never mind. You're going to be calling me a metaphile out here, but. I like some. I know how I like them. All right, anyway. We got our man Chris Jericho in the building. And says, shout out to the Bills Mafia coach. Do you pick your music or do you have help? All of the music on your intros are fire. He says, keep up the excellent work. And, many, and may the Lord bless you. I pick them out. So I got to go one by one. Most of the time they suggest it via the algorithm. Some music that I might like. Based on the music that I used before So uh, anyway If you want to get some music It's in the Epidemic Sound I might have an affiliate link Down in the description box below If you want some epidi- Epidemic Sound music Alright yeah If you want some Epidemic Sound music Okay Alright anyway uh, Let's get to the show What are we doing here? Straggle to theater? Let's do it hey,
3: Ride with me if you're ride with me Slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right?
0: Straggle and Sniggle theater. All right, we got it set up here. Hit that like button. Hit that like button. All right, no doom and gloom today. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Uh, the first Straggle Sniggle Theater. Let's go to Memphis, Tennessee. And let's see what happens when they get a little snow. I heard the South and the East Coast in the Midwest, they out here struggling, but not these brothers. I'm going to the hood. Now y'all trying to go to Spritzway, man. <laughs> We're going to go to Spritzway, man, nigga. Memphis.
4: white big hell,
0: hell, Lulu. we going to let the fucking <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, you. Uh, all right, brother. you think? You think the freeway on ramp? Oh, ninja. Look at these ninjas. Hey, man, you think the freeway's the best way? Or they might call it the highway or the interstate. This might not be the best. Look at these. There are cars behind them. Is he on a hood? Mm. Memphis, Tennessee, stand up. <laughs> All right, ninjas is wild as hell. You know, white people go to Snow Mountains, Mountain High, Mammoth. They go skiing. This ninja is. Uh, this ninja is on a hood upside down with the fiberglass. Oh, this is crazy, man. Mm. these ninjas out here. This is probably not how you should. Hey, but listen, I don't think Memphis gets a lot of snow. I don't think there's any ski resorts outside in Memphis, maybe. Okay, he's going to hold the thing down. He's going to hold the insulation down. And right off the on, okay, oh, all right, what are you doing here? Oh, man, the Ninja Olympics in Memphis this weekend, they get a little slow and they lose their mind. We got to stand up for Memphis. We love Memphis on this TV show, and Tupelo, Mississippi, stand up. This is definitely some straggle and sniggle theater here. Oh, man, he's going for the long ride, too. He's still going. (laughs) He's still going. Uh, What happened to Yo Gotti's brother in Memphis? Hey, I ain't in it. My name is Bennett, and I ain't in it. All right, but Young Dolph. Uh Uh-huh. All right, shout out to – uh-oh, they lost – uh-oh, you lost the installation. Okay, he's still going. All right, it's Dolph. It ain't Dolph. Look at, oh, he posing too. Oh, my goodness. Look at this ninja. He posing on the side. Hey, he actually doing pretty good, to be honest with you. I think he would have uh, broke his neck at this point. But, uh, yeah, he training for the Jamaican bobsled team. Look at him. He doing pretty good. Uh, the Ku Klux Klan used to drag niggas about I mean, just behind a truck. Mm. And it used to be, oh, man, look at this guy right here. Oh, my, oh, okay, this is pretty good. Okay, yes, Memphis, Tennessee. Mm. Yeah, forget going to the Steve Resort. Uh, get dragged behind a truck. We can do it. On Martin Luther King's Boulevard out here. <laughs> On Martin Luther King's birthday. Why not? Why not? Anyway. All right, let's go into the next one. Straggle and Sniggle Theater here and $5 for the N-word jar. Straggle and Sniggle Theater, apparently a Florida. We're staying in the South. A Florida mother is charged after leaving her three children alone for several days to go drinking and drugging with a ninja. She said she wanted a day or two off of not being a mother. All right, okay. (laughs) All right, take a look at that, man. Who's impregnating these donkeys? Who's impregnating these donkeys? All right, let's hear the story here. First up here at
5: 530 and on just one station, you're looking live at a Coral Springs apartment complex where a mother's accused of leaving her three young children home alone for more than a day and ignored their attempts to reach her. Hello and welcome, everyone. One of those kids was desperately trying to take care of her younger, hungry oh, siblings. You, a knock
1: on a neighbor's door led to some help. We go back live to Coral Springs now, where 7th Vanessa
6: Medina has this exclusive.
0: Okay, Vanessa, all right, I see you over there looking a little crystally methly over there in Florida, Coral Springs. All right, is this a deadbeat mother? All right, she certainly is a criminal. And she wanted to go drinking and drugging. All right, I'm sure that's what the kids say. Let's see what this... Debbie, mother is, is is charged with. I'm sure some neglect charges are on its way. Vanessa,
7: that's right. A 12 year old was left in charge of her siblings, just three years old and six years old. These little kids were starving. They ran wow. to a neighbor's house after 30,
5: yeah, starving,
7: five hours being left alone.
0: 35 hours. You know that's well over a day and a half. Yes, I can understand that. Okay,
7: Jenkins. DeVerta Jenkins is accused of leaving her Diverta. three children home alone inside this Coral Springs apartment for days, police say.
0: Now, her name is Deverta. Sheesh. Diverta. If a woman told me she wanted to have sex tonight and her name was DeVerta, I would not have sex with her. I'd be like, that's okay. All right, let's
7: So she could party.
8: Based on the allegations that she
7: left her three children, ages 12, six, and three, home alone for approximately 35 hours, So she could go out drinking, uh, use marijuana, cocaine. Police say she left Saturday, December 30th, telling detectives she went to a man's house, then went to several bars to party. The next morning, her 12-year-old daughter called her 12 times, according to the report, texting her mom at 7.25 a.m. Buenos dias, mommy.
0: Oh, Buenos dias. Okay, she was... (laughs) All right. She in love with the cocoa. All right, buenos dias, mommy. All right, so she's a... Latina, all right, uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, a Cubana, Florida, Coral Springs. What else did the kid say?
7: Then at 7.48 a.m., Mommy, I was calling you to let you know that I don't know what to feed everybody.
0: Oh, Ninja God.
7: Oh, the
0: all right, poor kids. All right, that's 7.25 in the morning. Where you at, Mommy? All right, just look at that. Are like, where you at?
3: What that mean?
0: All right, and then 1.16, 6.30, Mommy, I was calling you because we're hungry. And I don't know how to make noodles. You're the only one that does. Please come home. Mm. Sheesh. These girls out here. I'm not happy. The streets (laughs) are calling. Mommy said. Mommy said. Wait. She said. Mommy said. I'm going to the streets. End of story. End of story. Going to the streets. All right, man. Lock her up. Lock her up and throw away the key, that deadbeat ass daddy. Or deadbeat ass mommy. All right. Here we go right here. We got a woman that says. I don't bring Nathan to the table. Don't expect me to bring Nathan to this table. Here we go.
8: Um, I'm just going to give it to you, straight. If you're looking for a girl who's going to take care of you or cook you dinner or going to provide for you, you're not going to find that here, okay? I don't bring things to the table. You know what I bring? I bring these good looks, this hot body, and an unforgettable personality. Oh, but that's about it. Everything else is pretty much up to you. And... I like it that way. I'm going to keep it that way. So if you're looking for a girl who's going to bring something to the table, you're not going to find that here, and you might as well move along and not take me out. So, yeah, uh, just want to let you guys know that.
0: She said, i bring Nathan. I'm cute, and my great personality. Uh, per- that's very subjective right here. Personality, I don't think so. All right, that's all I'm that's all you get. All right, that's all y'all get. All right, for this foldable here. Yeah. This is a nice piece of sloppy yogurt. I would get that neck. And she she probably want me to get that neck too. I don't know if y'all know white women like to get choked out. Um, for pleasure. They do. All right. They like to get choked up under their strong ass jaw. When they got that strong ass chin like that, the crimson chin, they like to get right in there. All right. Uh but she liked to get choked out. She liked to get choked it out. All right, uh anyway, do me a favor, hit the like button. Um,
8: I'm just gonna give it to you straight. If you're looking for a girl who's gonna take care of you or cook you dinner or gonna provide for you, you're not gonna find that here.
0: All right, and okay, well, so um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's okay.
8: Okay. I don't bring things to the table.
0: I don't bring nothing to the table. This is all I got. All right. She looking a little Alice Dagoonie in the face though. She looking a little Alice Dagoon in the face here, so uh, let's just go ahead and pull it up, all right, just to see if we actually got a match here. We could have a match. She looking a little Alice Dagoon in the face, all right. She's still foldable though. I'm not trying to take anything away from her. Let's see if we can pull it up right here. Uh, there it is, right there. She looking a little Alice Dagoon. Can you see? Or maybe she got a fraggle. She got a fraggle nose or something going on there. I mean, she's still foldable. She got that filter going. But she definitely looking a little Alice Dagoonie in the face there. I just just wanted to point that out. You see it? Y'all see it? All right, let's get in here. Here we go.
8: You know what I bring? I bring these good looks, this hot body, and oh. an unforgettable personality.
0: Oh my lord. All right, that's it. Okay, hey, beauty does beauty is a currency. So beauty definitely is a currency. But what are we doing? This is crazy out here. I don't know, man. She acted a little funky. Her attitude is funky as hell. Like, this is terrible.
8: But that's about it. Everything else is pretty much up to you. And Uh I like it that way. I'm going to keep it that way. So if you're looking for a girl who's going to bring something to the table, you're not going to find that here. Uh, Okay. And you might as well move along and not take me out.
0: Okay. So she's looking for them guts to get pushed and rearranged. Y'all saw the Alice the Goonie right there. All right. Yeah, there it is. It's looking a little. Yeah. We give it to her, though. All right. I will fold. Alright, she looking a little master splintery. I mean, she mid. I wouldn't knock I wouldn't knock down I wouldn't knock down a tree for her or anything like that. But uh that's where we're going. All right, Stragworth Snickel Theater. Look at this here. Apparently, this woman doesn't want to do anything like cook or clean. But uh there's a robot for that. Elon Musk is working on a Tesla robot that can fold clothes. All right, there you go, right there. Women, you're being replaced mm-hmm. right as we speak. Take a look at this. There's a robot. I don't cook. I don't clean. I don't wash in between. All right, but 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 there's a robot for that. This isn't bad right here. Oh my gosh. Look at that. That's almost that's almost like working at the gap. Oh my goodness. Look at this. This okay. All right. You're gonna fold it in thirds too? Not bad, man. There's most women can't even do uh oh. Wow, look at that. That's actually pretty good. Set it to the side too. Hey man, that's what I'm talking about right here. What? wow man ladies y'all being replaced all over the place man what is y'all gonna do out here with all of this i don't have to do shit new 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 world order all right all i need is a couple of never mind all right this is a family show all right, this is a family show this isn't a bad folding job especially when they made it a little puffy on the end right there oh hell yeah new 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 new, new world order all right tesla Tesla is on it. You know our needs, Ninja. We need this. We need this. And some of y'all nasty ninjas going to be trying to penetrate the robot. Oh, that's nasty. (laughs) All right. You're going to be trying to penetrate the robot. Stop being, hey, don't penetrate the robot. Elon Musk says this about the folding clothes robot. Important note, Optimus cannot yet do this autonomously. All right. But certainly will be able to be fully autonomously. And in an arbitrary an environment, yes, <laughs> which means won't require a folding table with a box that has only one shirt. this is directly from Elon Musk, as you can see right here new, 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 all right, so door. this is not a joke. Elon Musk says, yeah, you know, they can't do it fully yet, but they'll be able to boy man it, are we living in the uh what was the name of that movie there was a there was a movie. That now, you guys got to watch it to see where we're going. Ex Machina. We're in Ex Machina right now. All right, yeah, for sure, man. Holy mackerel. Elon Musk is not playing. Elon Musk is not playing. Yeah, Rosalinda. We might not need Rosalinda. We're going to have Rosie the robot in a minute. Look at that, man. This bitch is uh, out here folding my laundry. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to get me a robot. I'm working hard now to save up. I need me a robot. Their name is Optimus. Look at this. Ladies, I don't cook. I don't clean. All right, these robots know how to clean. Woo. All right, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. All right, what do we got coming up here? What is uh, next here? Okay, this woman has something to say here. Ooh, she thick. Look at that. All right, look at thickum has got something to say here. The
3: I learned about you, man, is you love a voluptuous Nice, naturally thick woman, right? You all love that voluptuous, naturally nice, thick woman until it comes with a little pudge. Okay, like, I'm going to own it, bitch. Like, I don't care if you Timmy, Job, Bob, Lob, Slop, bitch. I'm going to own my motherfucking tummy.
0: Tommy. One thing I learned
3: about you, man,
0: is you love a voluptuous. A voluptuous. A, f- a lump is right. Voluptuous. And, boy, she got some saggy waggies in there. Boy, look at them things sitting up all nice. Them titties sitting right. Yeah, want to bite yeah? I want to bite. Yeah. Mm. Definitely want to bite.
5: Yeah, that brother's
0: starving. <laughs> <laughs> all right. She wants a voluptuous. Voluptuous. All right. All right. She says you want you a voluptuous. All right. What else? <laughs>
3: Nice, naturally thick woman, right? You all love that voluptuous, naturally, nice, thick woman.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, belly deli.
3: Until it comes with a little pudge. Okay, like, like, I'ma own it, bitch.
0: All right, yeah, give me that belly deli.
3: Like, I don't care if you Timmy, job, bob, lob, lob, slop.
0: Okay, you you thinking about what you gonna do tonight.
3: I'ma own my motherfucking tummy.
0: She got that tummy. All right. That tummy, I'm thinking it's more of a belly. All right. This is looking like a beer belly right there. What are we doing? We got slop out here. Boy, they out here with they nasty out here. They got it all hanging out. They got it all hanging out. They like, we ain't gonna- I ain't fixing nothing. <laughs> we ain't fixing it. <laughs> all right. Oh man, it's wild out here. Okay, uh, BBLs are BBLs. Do they attract men with no money? Okay, BBLs, do they attract men with no money? And you see the poll up here. All right, this woman, this Latina, has something to say. She said, I might get some hate for this. All right.
2: I might get some hate for this, but this is 100% the truth. BBLs attract poor men, broke men, same thing, no difference because from what i know a lot of wealthy men like women with natural bodies and don't get me wrong there is nothing wrong with getting a bbl at all but i know a lot of women they'll go into tijuana and they'll go to different countries to go and get a bbl because they assume that this will attract money with men with more money i'm sorry but that's never the case it really isn't and maybe there's at least even like two or three of them that are okay with it and that's like really really rare if you're really lucky but for the most part, from what I know, a lot of wealthy men like a lot of natural things, especially when it comes to like nails or the way that you look on from your face or the way that you're presenting yourself. Because from what I know is a lot of wealthy men say BBLs scream loud and crazy or whatever. And like I said, nothing wrong with getting cosmetic proce- I can't speak. cosmetic procedures done. But that's just the cold, hard
0: truth. All right. Shout out to uh, Esmeralda. Look at Esmeralda in here. All right, she looked like an Esmeralda. She, you might call her Ezzy. All right, Ez, Esmeralda got something to say, y'all. Uh, she's not wrong. I mean, she's obviously right. You know, you, you don't see this. But, but you know, people in the barrio, people in the ghetto, in the ghetto, they might not understand this, you know, because they ghetto or they in the barrio. And they think that, yes, the barrio represents the rest of the world, but it doesn't. It represents the poor and the peasants, the feeble and the feeble-minded. And uh, once they come out here, why no rich men want me unless they're a rapper or a baller? And then all of a sudden, they're like, I'm going to go get me a rich man. And and then, no, and the rich man goes, what's up with those tiger claws? What's up with those ghetto nails? And then all of a sudden, what's this BBL shit? It's all loud. You're wearing all these obnoxious colors and these wigs. But again, a lot of, you would think this would be conventional wisdom, but judging from the ratchet people of society today, it's not. Plus, I see. Listen, I try not to hang out on the Strip, but somewhere around Caesar's Palace and beyond, in Treasure Island, it's a lot of ratcheting is down there, and those people represent a horrible demographic of people that I wish to not associate with. Yes, indeed, the straggles of the world, the straggles of the world. Yeah, and uh, this should not be. This should be really conventional wisdom. But yes, there are some men that think. Uh, you know, there are some people who slip to the cracks, for sure. But it definitely is. The the big booty thing is out of control. It's out of way out of proportion. I think it's like cartoon shit now. And that's where the doo-doo is. Yes. Mm. The doo-doo in the BBL booty. It looked like like you're trying to promote a stanky area. You know what I mean? Like you got your stank area all out there. All right, Yeah, the Cardi B shit. And the long nails and, and the eye. I don't know, man. The eyelashes are absolutely insane. But it is what it is. By the way, Esmeralda might not know. She lives somewhere between Inglewood and Hawthorne, California. And she just got put up on game. Somebody told her, oh, really? Wealthy men don't like straggles? They don't like straggles? Yeah, Esmeralda got put up on game. And she said, I'll have to let y'all know. All right, it says right there. All right, they like natural bodies. Oh, by the way, she she missed out one key point. Um, wealthy men do like Wealthy men do probably like women with BBLs, but they only use them as skeet material. So let's just put this in consideration here. There are wealthy men that like ratchet women. There are some wealthy men that love ratchet women, but these women are skeet material and they'll pay a fee. All right, so I know, you know, maybe ladies get in where you fit in. You will have some of these guys come down to get the ratchets. You know, it's kind of like when the white, Devil Slave Master used to get the bed wench. You know what I mean? Him and his son get together or, you know, the, the Slave Master would be gone, you know, in a horse and carriage riding somewhere to do some important Slave Mastering. And then the son would be up there and he'd bring his drunk buddies up and they just a-drinking and they laughing and sniggling. And they like, you know what we should do? And they're like, what? Let's go grab one of the girls down there. In the hut, the plantation hut, sleeping on straw beds, and then we'll have her warm our bed up, and we'll run an orgy on her.
7: Trying.
0: That happened. So yes, I mean there are a class of people that would not be caught dead in broad daylight with the certain people, but they will use a masquite material. Mm. There, there's some dudes out here, wealthy men. They get a bunch of these tattooed janes, right? And they be having the gauges, <laughs> the gauges. They be having the gauges in their ear, face, and and, and uh, they whole body tattooed. And them rich white men be up there in the suites running orgies and train gangs on
7: them. Train
0: Skeet material. It's a cold, cold world, man. It's an evil world. Yes, they do. So BBL women can get it, but yes. All right. <laughs> to right. be getting Weinstein. Yes. All right, anyway, next one here. Oh, man, this poor lady right here, man. Look, man, if you're in a relationship, have you ever been in this situation with this woman here? So it says right here, should I start a fight? Mm -hmm. You already know what's going to happen here. Should I start a fight? Okay, uh, what do you think is going to happen here? She has a man that's going to make a good, do a good situation. He's going to have a good gesture, but she's going to find fault in it. And as we know, what women do is they go on fault-finding missions. They go on fault-finding missions. And uh, here we go right here. Uh, Do me a favor, press the like button. But this woman's going to make a good situation and turn it bad and start a fight for no reason. Here we go right here. I start a
9: fight. Over what? A few months ago, my boyfriend got me this flower subscription. So now every single month, someone shows up to the door with a beautiful bouquet that actually sounds rather sweet but what exactly is one debating starting a fight about first couple of months I was like so sweet, obsessed today the guy comes with the bouquet and he was like oh my god yeah the flowers from the subscription this man completely forgot he was paying for this and subscribed to it so I was like okay is this sweet or is this just him being lazy do we respect him for thinking smarter not hard, or does he need to buy flowers individually every single month
0: seriously mm. man that's women for you. <laughs> alright silence All right, that's women for you, man. You doing a good thing, right? And you set it up. You know what I mean? You're like every Monday at 1130 before my girl goes to lunch. I have a flower delivery service. My secretary orders the flower. I have it on a subscription basis. You're going to get the flowers every Monday between 1130 and 1145. It's a way for me to think of you. I'm going to pay for the flowers. And then here she goes, well, it doesn't count if you have it on subscription. So she's mad that he has it on subscription. He's unaware that he pays for it, but he has enough money to pay for it. But he's now, he's not thinking about paying. He just has it on subscription to show the jester. Hey, I want to remind you of that I'm thinking of you, but I'm not, but I am. And she going to start a fight. (laughs) That's crazy. You can't even schedule shit with these people without them starting a fight. I'm telling you, man, in the land of in the land of happiness in women, you guys need to not be bothered with trying to make them happy at all. uh, Every gesture, they're going to find fault in every single one. All right. Last one. I believe it is the last one. Let me see if this is. Uh, There is. Wait a minute. How did I skip that one? I skipped one. Okay, I skipped one. Okay, I got, I got two more. All right, we have Struggle at San Theater here. This woman says, why your girlfriend dumped you. She's going to explain why she dumped her boyfriend or, or why a girl dumps a boyfriend. All right, everybody got it? Why a girl dumps a boyfriend. Here we go.
1: A boy who has ever been dumped by your girlfriend for seemingly no apparent reason and you're looking for answers, this is what happened. Okay, this is you guys, you guys are in a happy relationship, and now all of a sudden you have one simple, fixable problem. For this example, we're gonna use no good morning texts. And your girlfriend who loves you, she's really happy with you, she comes to you and she tells you, she's like, hey, do you think we could start doing good morning texts? Like, it'd mean a lot to me if you texted me good morning. So you, her loving boyfriend, agree to give her good morning texts. But something happened, and for whatever reason, you stopped giving her good morning texts, so now we have a bigger problem. She now thinks that you don't care enough about her to send her good morning texts, even though she asked. But she's going to be like, you know what, this is still kind of a small problem. I'm just going to remind him. She reminds you, you're like, oh my gosh, that's right. I did agree to that. Okay. I will text you good morning. Unfortunately though, you didn't follow through again. Now we have confirmed that you do not care enough to text her good morning, even though this is a simple fixable problem. This is now a big problem. So now your girlfriend, who has never picked fights before in her life, starts picking a bunch of little fights about all these different things because she believes that you do not care enough.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. So it started off with the good morning text. I got bored with it. I couldn't schedule it. I wish I would have scheduled it. But now you're mad. You ask me again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bitch. Want the good morning text. Okay. Yeah. All right. And now, I forget again, and you start four other problems. Yep, Mm. that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Just start some other problems. Why not? The problems didn't exist, but the problem existed because I didn't follow your little plan. I don't follow. You follow me. Okay, you follow me. You good morning text me. All right, we're not going to play these little games here. So now you got four other problems that stem from a fixable problem. Okay, here we go.
1: Through all of these picking fights with you, though, she still loves you and likes you enough to want to be with you, even though you guys have all these little problems now. Until one day these become unattractive to her. She's going to realize that all of these little things that you do that remind her that you don't care about her enough are unattractive. Mm. And so now the problem is not these things. It's not even that you don't care enough. Mm. It's not even that she never got good morning texts. It's that she literally does not like you anymore, does not like you. Now, unfortunately, she has to break up with you and then you're going to ask her why. And she's going to list out all the reasons why she has to break up with you. Mm. And you are going to say, no, you should not break up with me because of those reasons. Because from now on, I am going to do all of these things and you will never have to worry about me never doing these things again because I'm going to do them every single day. But remember, it doesn't even matter if you were to do all of these things anymore because the problem now is that she's unattracted to you and just simply does not like you anymore. Yeah. And now she's going to go move on with her life and you're going to go and tell your friends that you got dumped by absolutely no reason and that you guys all hate her and that she's crazy for dumping you over something so simple. When in reality she never dumped you at all this was a slow moving process that eventually led to the final reason and you weren't dumped you probably actively chose not to give her what she said she needed and now you guys you guys aren't together anymore sorry
0: oh man jesus
1: i don't give a fuck what you think bitch cut that bitch off let's call her
0: yeah i mean it all started with the text messaging You can follow the text message, so let me start a fire over here and start a fire over here, start a fire over here. Let me go get a a piece of Johnson over here and let me go date another guy over here. Let me reach back to my backup plan. Let me start all these little fires. And then when I try to put out the little fires, it's too late. All right, I done done all this tap dancing. (laughs) Well, my goodness. Makes logical sense to me. I need more reaction faces, I know. Oh, man, sometimes I'd just be sitting on the couch like, all right, let me get this done. Whew. Well, these people seem to not be complicated, all right? uh, Yeah, it could just happen just like that. All right, last drag, what's the nickel theater? Uh, a woman gets an aftercare package, and uh, this guy shows the woman doesn't know what to do with the aftercare. As you guys know here, we promote aftercare to prevent women from going cuckoo. And we send them on their way with a little bit of rub on the back or a little kiss on the cheek, and we send them a little bit of a love gift and get them out of there. Our job is to get them out there, get them home safely, get a text message, text me when you get home, respond to the message. You enjoyed your day? You enjoy getting your tonsils buttered? You enjoy getting your banana, my banana up your tailpipe? You enjoy it? Yes, you did? Okay. Well, this guy says, I'm going to give all my girls a Aftercare gift, a send-off gift, after I penetrate your body. All right, because this is hookup culture. Thoughtful man provides morning-after send-off bag for women he sleeps with, including a little bit of cash, tea, and Doritos. Mm. Whoa, I was scrolling through Twitter this afternoon when a quick little post caught my eye and made me question my morals a little bit. It says right here, I'm not saying goals, but... And the woman says, what the F? I can't wait to get to the car to post this shit. It says, so I can, uh, so I stayed by this dude's house. I stayed by this dude's house. And before I left, he said, grab a bag. No, the F he didn't. What is in the bag? Okay, check this out right here. Oh my goodness. All right. He gave her a little tea, a little half and half. A little forty dollars in the bank account. Fistful of twenties out here. This nigga said, I got money. <laughs> a piece of bread? Alright, he gave me some bread. What is this? Alright, I don't know what the rest of it is. A little a little bag of chips? Alright, okay. You don't hey <laughs> Alright, here you go. Uh grab one of them bags in the little basket and you know what I mean. Gone out, slap her on the booty. Don't say I never gave you anything. Gave her a little goodie bag. This is actually a good idea. This is actually a good idea. And you, what you should do is—is that a blood? Is that a blood? Look at that! Look at that piece of bread. Like, damn, he gave her some bread. <laughs> hey, like, have a whole basket full of them. So when they leave, you are like, take one basket. Now I need those for the rest of the week. Mm. <laughs> he gave her a little. <laughs> A little send-off gift. Let me see what the tag says right there. Oh, thanks for your time. Send-off. What? Send-off bag. I think that it. send-off bag. All right, get the send-off. Get, get, get the snapping, baby. All right, I'm going to give you a little lunch. All right, yeah, baby. Give you a little black and miles. Give you some uh weed papers. Philadelphia Eagles about to lose. Oh, they done gave up. Oh, boy, the Philly. Oh, look at this. The terrible mm-hmm. Philadelphia Eagles got scored on. All right, here we go right here. I like that. Hey, listen, I'm an advocate of women. I'm an advocate of women being sent off the right way. All right, don't leave in anger. Don't leave in confusion. Give you a little send off bag. All right, got the blunt too? Aftercare, we promote aftercare. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of love, baby. Did he have the blunt in there too? Did he have the blunt? That dude looked like the sticky icky. All right, there is a little, okay, he got a little weed in there too. There is some weed in there. All right, yeah, he got a little weed in there. All right, yeah, there you go. <laughs> what a world we live in! What a world we live in! This shit is wild. That's Drago and Sniggle Theater. All right, with me if you ride with me. You slide with me if you feel like five fifty on
3: the get with me. That's a deal, right?
0: All right, all right. Do me a favor. Hit the like. What's going on? Hit the like button. All right. Am I still on? Am I still here? Like button. Like button. Enjoy your day. I ain't mad. (laughs) I ain't mad out here. This is crazy. Let me check on the Super Chats. Jeff, the producer, shout out to you. FLX says, for the love of God, coach, please uh, tell us the three things that you like that women do. All right, I will tell you that. I can't do it on command, though, because, you know. Uh, you know, shout out to Justin. oi oh, don't, I don't like my Ling Ling smart. Mm-hmm. You don't like her smart. Oh, you don't like your Ling Ling smart. He says, I like the ones who like to be dominated and are goofy. Happy MLK day to my favorite tax write-off Milk Dud. Shout out to you. You like your Ling Ling's goofy. All right. I'm going to see if I can find your goofy Ling Ling here. It's not even Thursday. All right, but uh, you like your Ling Ling's Goofy. Here it is. Let me hear it. I
3: I don't know if the uh, the feminists will agree with this, but um, I like to get dominated. I like to. Choked, whooped, spined, you (laughs) know, told what to do. I need a man to take charge and let me just, you know, be goofy.
0: Yeah. Mm. I'm with it on that. Choked. All right. They like to be choked. Hey, ladies, uh, let these ninjas know that y'all like to be choked dominated that's just the nature of the beast all right this is the nature of the beast all right she said i like to be choked she was doing like this dominated choke beat, whooped hey be careful mm. be careful <laughs> shout out to rob Cruz, cga the emmys are on and they just uh something they just what the live cast of martin there's a word missed out right here i guess they had a live cast of martin with the same studio setup. Gina and Pam are beat up. Martin and Cole also see me at the JUCO. See me at the JUCO. What is Martin doing on the Emmys? What are they doing? What, what what's the point? What like the, is this a new episode of the Emmy? What are they doing on the Emmys? I don't watch that Hollywood-ish. Sam says, "When Kaylee comes over, she cooperates without complaining. When Rosalinda cleans up, she cooperates without complaining. I'm buying cooperation all day, and that's what it is, man. Look, just shut up and do your job, okay? Just shut up and do your job. I don't have time because uh, you guys will get in this situation here, and what'll happen is you'll you'll get a girlfriend, but it, when she when she does the job that she's supposed to do." And she'll, I don't like it. We need to share. And she'll be all mad and miserable. I don't have time for that. I ain't got no time for all that. All right, uh, what do we got coming up here? Oh, I got some brothers over here. Did I get Jay? Let me see here. Who else is in here? Jay Fig says, Juco Sloppy Toppy is way better than Love Toppy. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. All right. I would tell you what. I'm trying not to tell you my debaucherous behavior, but... (laughs) You ain't lying. They be out here doing it like they and they look like it's their job out here. It's a wonderful thing. We got Sizzo in the building. Sizzo has something to say. He says, "Happy Martin Luther the King Day." Let me get a staring Martin Luther Lee with a Lord have mercy, brother. Let me see where's Martin Luther Lee right there. There he is right there. There's Martin Luther the King. Lord have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Indeed. All right. Shout out to Martin Luther. We got Maryland guy. Maryland guy. Somebody says the ZX is coming in hot. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. No conspiracy. Maryland guy says, what's up, coach? I don't know if you heard. Yes, I did hear. (laughs) All right, anyway. All right, I did hear him. And uh, moving on. I don't want to get too distracted by it. Let's see here. And I've addressed it too, by the way. What do we got here? We got a brother or a sister that says, First time super chat. We're going to call you Jazzy, I believe, or JC. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it says first time super chat. Long time viewer. Four years ago, I lost myself, and I almost clocked out because of a miserable marriage. Glad I found you, man. He says, now these juco's are asking, what are we after a few dates? And he says, now I got to run away. He gone. (laughs) Ain't the JUCO, the JUCO is something else. The JUCO is crazy. These girls out here, they see a little bit. I'm telling you, man, if you don't see, know what the JUCO is, you got to go over to Locals, Com. We do a stream on it every single weekend, indeed. And we tell you about the JUCO and how litty What's it up, is. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, All right, nigga? But we got a lot of women coming over there, acting like they going to come over here and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do. And they come over there, they're like, oh, they be looking at you like this afterwards. Uh daddy?
3: Damn daddy.
0: Do you have any more of those clap cheeks? I'm trying to make a little bit of rent this morning. Uh Your rent's due, motherfucker. And uh can I be your one and only? Can I want be your one and only baby? Damn daddy. I'll give you all the clap cheeks you want. Damn daddy. 1 day a week? Okay, daddy. 2 day a week? I need I need a little bit of money this week. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I need my bills paid. I got the money. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll come over here and give you that sloppy toppy. All right. They be in there enjoying it. I'll be like crazy, brothers. It's crazy, man. <laughs> All right. It's wild as hell, man. She's like, uh, I hope you understand. Are you in town this weekend? They be like, hey, Daddy.
3: Yeah,
0: daddy. are you in town this week daddy i'm like no they're like oh okay daddy all right it was like i don't understand uh don't you know
1: let you get it
5: through your thick skull that i'm broke
0: yeah i know and they'd be like okay daddy um do you have any more of those clap cheeks daddy, yeah,
10: daddy.
0: i'll go tent toes up daddy <laughs> oh no this is a disgrace all right this is a disgrace <laughs> all right it's crazy more please sir <laughs> right that's crazy all right what are we doing hey I ain't leaving something for y'all Just y'all better catch up I'm telling you it's out of control this window's gonna close by the way shout out to our brother Rowdy Roderick he says pay for what you want pay for what you want that's my philosophy going forward and that, that includes everything all right, everything, whatever I want, pay for it. I ain't trying to convince somebody to do some shit. All right, what do we got? The Dark Side Foundation coach, please pray for my Tampa Bay yucks. Miracles can't happen. By the way, them dog face pony soldier pogs are looking good at the Iowa caucus. Hopefully, number forty five wins it. He shouldn't. He shouldn't lose. But that Nikki Haley, I don't know, man. She got. She bought the new, 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 new. that milly mouth Nikki Haley might sneak a little, he, she might pull a little fast one on Donald on 45. Shout out to fixes the Bind says, I'm sorry, coach, but I love the booty, booty. He says, I know uh, you said it's close to being rainbow. Not really. Don't, don't. booty is okay. <laughs> I mean, on females. If that's so, no, no, no. We ain't letting you go out like that. He says, when I see two fluffy bouncing lobes, he says, I'm diving in throat first. Man, it's okay. I'm just joking about the boohoo tea. I'm talking about them sloppy booty girls. That's all I'm talking about. Them, them dookie stank booty girls. All right, anyway. Yeah. All right, anyway. Let's get back to the show. Is this good news or bad news? This is somewhat bad news or good news. Uh, we're going to um, see it right here. Let me see here. Let's go ahead and share this right here. It says a guy who was put in the penitent in the penitentiary for 44 years has been released last year. And I think I covered his release, but he's sitting there. He served 44 years. Black man who spent 44 years in prison before he was exonerated gets a record $25 million in cash for being wrongfully convicted. Red, by an all-white jury in North Cackalacky in October 1976, back when there was some crazy real racism. And it says after he was accused of raping a white woman in Concord, let's take a look here. There he is right there. 44 years. He's looking pretty good right here. Imagine that, guys. Uh, 44 years. Let's see how he got up out of there. Uh, there he is right there. He's free. Wait a minute. That don't look like him now. I guess he gained a little bit of weight. Uh, where's the other pictures here? Let me see. I thought there were some other pictures. All right. Let's see if there's a video. Okay. Here's the video right here. Let's play the video. Fair use. All right. Give me the volume. Okay. I can't find. Oh, there it is right here. Here we go.
8: Leaved. He is relieved that finally there is a public recognition and an apology of what was done to him and his family.
5: Ronnie Long was just 20 years old and living in Concord when, as a young black man, he was accused of raping a prominent white woman. Police built a bogus case lying on the stand, hiding evidence that proved his innocence and tampering with the jury.
6: Not only did law enforcement
10: officers lie, but prosecutors were engaged in an active campaign to ensure that despite the evidence of Ronnie's innocence, he remained incarcerated all these years, well past the time it was obvious that they had a wrongful conviction.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it was obvious that it was wrongful conviction. Um, guys, uh, these prosecutors, man, lawyers are. I don't care if they do think they're on the good side or the bad side. Uh, prosecutors are. They play a dangerous game. They want the conviction. They play a game of politics, and they got to slam dunk people at least to get some votes, uh, from their, uh, constituency. And they want to feel like they're tough on crime. And I'm sure North Carolina back in the 1970s, mid-70s, and this young man probably was born in the 50s, right? Yeah, certainly in 19—God dang, bruh. Like, you know they was being out here just being complete assholes to this guy.
5: In August of 2020, Long was exonerated and freed after 44 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. The governor pardoned him, and the state compensated him just $750,000.
0: Oh, that ain't going to be, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. 750 dollars Oh, hell no. They tried to do him dirty, even letting him out. Uh-uh. 750 dollars Oh, hell no.
5: He told us then it wasn't nearly enough.
0: North Carolina intensely put me in the penitentiary. Yes. And you tell me $750,000 now. It was 44 years of my life.
5: Long filed a civil suit last year, and now the city of Concord is paying up with a record-setting $22 million settlement and an apology.
0: Pfft, man, I would be pissed off, man. I'm going to tell you this right now, bro. You took my life from me. You took my life. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what I would be. I would be pissed off like him. How he sounded in that video, that's how I'd be pissed off. God dang, bro. In the penitentiary. And you tell me still dollars out. It was forty four years of my life. Man, you know what? Ninja, eye for an eye, ninja, a ear for an ear, a life for a life, ninja. I'm taking some, somebody got to go. Somebody got to see the undertaker. I mean, even the millions of dollars, man. Them prosecutors need to go see the undertaker, all right? Or if they ain't, if they already dead, they need to dig them up. Cause I'm gonna need somebody to go to the undertaker, <laughs> right? I need the girl. I need the girl who claimed that pointed me out. It was that nigga. You know, she said that nigga over there. I need that woman to go see the Undertaker. <laughs> right? Ninja. I for an eye. I lost 44 years. Somebody going to the Undertaker. I don't know. Pick one. They like who? Who should go? Pick somebody because somebody going. All right, nah, you ain't taking 44 years of my life. Look, that, I'd be bad as hell to to this day. Oh my God, just thinking about it, man. Just thinking about it. That's crazy. This is sad. This is sad to see.
5: Long filed a civil suit last year, and now the city of Concord is paying up with a record-setting $22 million settlement and an
10: apology. Here, the city of Concord really uh, owned up to the past misdeeds of city employees which is really remarkable. I don't know of any other case where a municipality has issued section apology as part of a se- civil settlement.
5: As part of the settlement, the city of Concord, quote, acknowledges and accepts responsibility for the significant errors in judgment and willful misconduct by previous city
0: employees. See, they, they blaming the prosecutor. They're blaming the prosecutor. They're blaming the criminal investigation. They're saying they had it wrong and they knew they had it wrong. So they're blaming them. They said they should have known. Of course, that false alligator, her ass need to be up first. All right. But uh, somebody going to the undertaker. Uh, Apology for misconduct. No, not for 44 years. I've I've lived 40 something years. There's no way I can imagine losing those years. No, man. Hell to the no. This is cold.
5: That led to Long's wrongful conviction and imprisonment. The State Bureau of Investigation is also paying out $3 million, making the $25 million settlement the biggest in North Carolina's history for a wrongful conviction.
8: I think the message it sends is that both the city and the State Bureau of Investigation recognized that there was significant harm done here. And although money can't fix it, I think symbolically, when it's a large number like this one, I think that sends an equal message of apology. Oh. He is
0: relieved. He is relieved. Man, I'm gonna tell you, man. This type of this, this story burns my cheek chaps, ninja. <laughs> Twenty years old, you get slam dunked. You out at 64. I'm. There's no amount. There's no amount that's enough for this type of injustice. I need some. I need some. I need some I need some hang'em high justice I'm not trying to promote violence but I'm gonna need to choke somebody I' gonna need some I' gonna need to I'm gonna need to pull the electric care switch all right I'm gonna need some rope I'm gonna need somebody pick somebody you need I need one I need to feel I need 25 million ain't enough whole life gone 20 to 40 20 to 64 man that is i would be pissed it's nice to be out but there's no amount that's enough for this this is a travesty and you know what pisses me off this little language they're using oh we apologize for our overzealous prosecution and unfair treatment and malicious behavior of our city officials I bet you most of them dead. Most of the city officials that put them under the jail, they dead. And if any one of them is alive, we need to round their ass up like the Nazi, uh, Nazi war criminals was rounded up. We need to get their ass too. All right They need to be going to jail. All right? If any of these people are alive, they need to be in jail. We need to hold these people accountable. I don't get the money is good, but I need to choke somebody out. I need, somebody to, I need somebody to be up in here getting prosecuted to the full, the full arm of the law. Losing my freedom like that. My whole life is gone. Oh, man, this is crazy. This is sad. On a false alligator, too. Who was the white woman? Let me look her up. Y'all niggas going to be in North, North Carolina looking this broad up. All right, what's her name? I bet you her name ain't listed in here. Where's her, where's her name at? Look, they didn't look how they protecting everybody. They don't even mention the name of the person. I'm looking for it. They don't even mention anything about the case. They just oh man, this is terrible, man. They this is this is this is sad. I want a lump sum tax free. Lump sum tax free. I don't want to well, you owe taxes. Oh hell. I ain't paying no taxes. Lump sum. I don't want to hear that 20 year bullshit. Her name was Karen. This is a disgrace. I mean, I don't even know, dude. I mean, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> this, is, this is sad beyond many, many people's years. This is a disgrace. All right. Anyway, let's get to the next one. $5,600 in child support is not enough. All right. $5,600 a month in child support is not enough. Uh, let's take you to the scene here. Uh, I wish all courts recorded. All of their child support hearings like this. Um, If you ever are a part of child support hearing, they will let you, they will tell you to not record, all right, as they're carrying out out crimes against humanity, right? They're committing crimes against you, and they don't have, you don't have any evidence. And if you actually ask for the court records and docs, they'll F around on you. So I wish all court proceedings were recorded like this, but some, some municipalities, they won't do it. And some of these are recorded and put on the internet and they have court watchers that actually do this. So take a listen at this. There's a woman here. I can't figure out which one's the woman, but they have, uh, look at this. She got, look at Tracy Mullen over here with her MS. When the hell? Why does your degree matter? Is she from the, I think the woman, okay, let's identify the people. The woman in the top right, uh, top left, the blonde with the glasses on. She's from, looks like the department of child support services. The, Gentleman at the top center is the judge or the commissioner or the magistrate. The gentleman on the top right is the attorney for the gentleman at the bottom left, which is Dr. Mark Crow. I believe Melissa is the ex-wife. I believe it's her, but maybe there's another ex-wife. And then on the bottom right is the attorney. I'm sorry. There's a guest, the PVP guest. She looks to be related to the doctor. I'm not sure what that is. All right, so let's get in here and see why a woman who is getting $5,600 a month in child support is taking her ex-husband back for more child support. (laughs) You see it right here. Dad pays $5,600 a month in child support, but mom continues litigation to try to increase the child support. Okay, here we go, brothers, man. This is what tells you, man, they greedy. They be greedy out here, fam. They don't don't give a fuck out here. And they broke. How you broke on $5,600 a month? Let
5: you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke.
0: I can get it. All right, here we go.
6: Is there a claim that the charges themselves are fraudulent in some way? You know, one thing we might
10: seek down the road is an itemization of exactly how this child support is being spent. This $5,392 per month.
4: Dr. Kroll makes probably at least four times as much as my client. I'll just go through, for example, a list of expenses for these children that my client has borne the sole risk. All
0: right. And so the, bo- the bottom right is going to be the ex-wife, Emily Kroll. In the middle is the attorney for Emily. Um, As you know, these dep- attorneys are despicable creatures. All right. These people out here know they committing crimes. All right. And they in here talking to, just gonna defend their client at all on at all purposes. Okay. So yes, okay. The ex-wife is in this. Here's the ex-wife. So ex-husband's attorney wants itemized receipts on how you're blowing fifty three hundred dollars a month. Her attorney's gonna say, Oh well, it's not fair. All right.
4: Dr. Cole makes probably at least four times as much as my client. I'll just go through, for example, a list of expenses for these children that my client has borne the sole responsibility for. It's been tough. You know, Chris doesn't help with any support for anything extra on top of the child support and
0: (laughs) yeah. And yeah. Okay. Custodial parent. So, uh, they said, Chris. Okay, okay. Looks like doctor. So doctor makes four times her income. Is that, is that after child support? What does four times her income matter at this point? See, this is the equalization game that the court plays on you. Because you make more money and you continue to make more money, she continues to make less money and then takes you in the court. These people, this is a crime, bro. This is a crime. It's a cotton-picking crime. And he, he doesn't pay more than the fifty three hundred. He doesn't pay for the extra stuff. Mm. <laughs> he he said he don't pay for the extra. What extra? What extra after outside of fifty three hundred? Oh my lord!
4: Doctor Crow has recently purchased a million dollar house. My client recently had to sell the marital home that she was awarded so that she can support these children.
10: We have beliefs that uh, this entire. This entire litigation is, is an uh, attempt for, uh, to increase the child support obligation.
0: Well, let's call it what it is. Strike Jack. It's extortion. So let's get, let me get this straight. The dad moved on with his life. He probably has another girlfriend or a wife. He, he bought a million-dollar house. She saw that it got pissed. She had to sell her house that she got as marital asset, but she got the house, and she sold it. Where did the money for the sale go to? Who did the money for the sale go to? Probably her. So she got that as an asset. And why did she have to sell it? Because she probably couldn't afford it. Because she ain't working. She don't have a job. You know what her job is? To pocket watch the ex. So my question is, how you probably got it as a marital asset. Who was paying the mortgage for that house? Probably not her. If it was her, she lost it, and she sold the house. What the fuck does that have to do with me? This is wild, man. These people are scandalous. This is scandalous. This is infuriating. How they treat men. and time set for a hearing
6: on defendant's objection to child care uh, charges appearing at today's hearing via Zoom, there being no objections, is plaintiff Emily Kroll with her attorney, Melissa Umulus, and a defendant Mark Kroll with his attorney, Jeffrey Norman. And Mr. Norman, you may proceed. Thank you, Your Honor. Um, objection is
10: uh, based primarily on the following. Uh, first of all, there's a couple of provisions in the judgment of divorce uh, that still remains in uh, go force and effect. Um, one of the provisions states it is further Ordered that neither party shall seek a review of child support before April 30, 2025. Um, The other provision that's relevant here is it is further ordered that if either party is unable to parent during his or her parenting time, and that inability includes six hours or more, the other parent will have
0: the right of first refusal to parent the children during that time. These are all uh, things that she, they looks like they put in a settlement. Judge signed off on it. You're not supposed to seek modification until X amount of date, which was the 2025. Here she is back in court. Here she is back in court way before the time um, of, of uh, 2025. Here she is violating the agreement. She probably violates the right of first refusal and so forth. Here she is back broke. Uh, Dr. Crow was paying
10: an agreed upon amount of $5,000 per month, and that's an upward deviation of about $1,600. Um, practically speaking, the objections <clears throat> are based on, on the following. Uh, this increases for child care costs. Um, the plaintiff works from home. Uh, the children are 10 and 12 years old. The 12-year-old is old enough to babysit other children and, in fact, does babysit other children. And uh, when she's doing that, she's not even
0: uh, attending. or pre- All right, so here, w- what we know, this is obvious, um, and, you know, I'm in a case where my ex is trying to get child support. My daughter's about to turn 18 in less than 30 days. She's trying to get child support from a year back for her. Like it's sad, like my daughter's working age, my son, 16 and a half, she's trying to get child support from when he was 15 to 16 and preventing him to move. She's making me fight him to move here because he wants to move here. And this is a similar case. So if my son moves here, she gets no child support. So she's making me fight, spend $20,000 and the clock's running so I can get custody and she would lose her child support, right? So she doesn't want to lose that. Again, I got an almost 18 year old and a 16 and a half and they're going over trying to get child support. This woman's got 12 and a 10 year old. The 10 year old, I'm sorry, the 12 year old can babysit other kids. Why do you need money for childcare for a 12 year old? <laughs> Why do you need money for childcare on a 12 year old and you work from home? Right? This is crazy. But this is what these bitches do. They're like, yo, there's no child care. There's no nanny for a 12-year-old. And you work from home. But, of course, they be up in here looking like this. Look at, Hey, man, if you ever seen a child support hearing, they all look like a bitter bitch like this. They be looking like this. They be looking sad and miserable and bitter just like this. (laughs) Like, this is wild. This is absolutely insane. And they be in there scoping your expenses, making you answer questions, and you're like, listen, they make you answer question on your expenses, but then when they get child support and they say, well, what is she spending her money on? They say it don't matter. <laughs> like what? How does it not matter what she spends the money on? That's what he's asking. But it matters what I spend my money on? Isn't that? Take a look at this. This is crazy. These people are rotten. Hey, man, karma's a, karma comes back. Present for this child care that they're
10: requesting uh, reimbursement for. And last, um, Dr. Carl has people who are available uh, to provide child care to these minor children if it's needed. So that's the basis of the objection, Your Honor. And that's all I have.
6: Is this, uh, is this a situation where there's a, is there a claim that the charges themselves are fraudulent in some way? I don't think, not fraudulent, but
10: just other than what I've stated, we're not even certain that the 12-year-old is present during this time and these charges are in fact being incurred. Um, you know, one thing we might seek down the road is an itemization of exactly how this child support is being spent this $5,392 per month. Um, so we don't know if those charges are actually being incurred. Okay.
6: Okay. Thank you. Ms. Umulus.
4: Yes, the assertion that one of the children is not present during the times the nanny is there is absolutely not true. Both children are present while the nanny is providing care. In fact, my client is only utilizing the nanny three days per week. She's employed full time with Blue Cross Blue Shield. She has an extremely demanding job. She works five days a week but is presently only utilizing the childcare three days a week due to Dr. Crowell's refusal to contribute to any of the costs. So really my client could be utilizing childcare five days per week, and it would be extremely helpful for her to do so given the demanding nature of her job. Um, But she's not at this point just due to the historical refusal to contribute. And this nanny that uh, my client is using is the party's long-term nanny that they had used all throughout their divorce or um, and their marriage. Uh,
0: Yeah, 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 okay. Why can't the kids go to the father's house? Why can't the kids go to the father's house? Why can't the father have their own? Why does there seem to be no equal access to the children? The children seem to be always at the mama's house. Why is that? Now, the child support courts don't hear custody issues, but why aren't the kids getting parenting time with the father?
4: She's actually been the nanny for the children since Elena was about three years old. And with the exception of, I think, two summers, they have used um, this nanny every summer for child care. And so this isn't a new child care provider. This is someone that Dr. Kroll obviously agreed was appropriate to care for the children in the past. Um, The right of first refusal provision that was referenced does not apply because Dr. Kroll is also employed full time and is not able to provide care during the work week. And we also have a temporary order in place right now. Um, so that order is the order that controls. Um, oh, i just boy. like to note, what? I, my client submitted this documentation to front of the court for the reimbursement. The fact that we're here arguing over $392 a month is, uh, I'm shocked that we're here arguing over this, doctor.
0: You're shocked that you're, what? You're shocked that you're arguing over $392 a month? No, I think it's 5,300, 5,600. By the way, these are, this is who you hire. This is who works on behalf of your ex-wife or your ex-baby mama. You hear this? You hear this, man? This is sad. These people, this is who be fighting. That's how they sound, man. I'm glad these things are recorded because I sit in hearings like this. And this is how the attorney sounds. I'm like, you don't even know my kid. You don't even know my kid. You're speaking on behalf of my child and you're acting like they have food insecurities. Kids are eating. They're being taken care of. You have no clue of what you're talking about. And they act like they they act like they know what they're talking about. They have no clue about the parent relationship. All they know is to defend their client at all costs. This is why lawyers are some of the evilest people in the world. They are. They're playing a game on you so they can pay off their student loans and send their kids to private school. All right, uh, killers, thieves, and lawyers. God's away on business. These people are criminals, man.
4: Paul makes probably at least four times as much as my client. I'll just go through, for example, a list of expenses for these children that my client has borne the sole responsibility for since the divorce, 100% of the nanny costs for child care last summer, which she didn't seek reimbursement for okay. um, the G tax tuition for the children for the 2021-22 school year in the amount of approximately $12,000 that Dr. Krull refused to contribute to school laptops for the kids, their cell phones and their cell phone plans, clothing, volleyball camp, which Dr. Cole agreed to reimburse my client $80 for. And look at, look
0: at the ex-wife over here, shaking her head. My question is you're identifying these things. What does the $5,300 a month cover? And she got a job. So she's making at least $3,000. She's pulling in 83 to $8,600 a month, mostly child support. And she's asking for all of these additional things. What do I tell you? They always double dipping. What does 5300 in child support go to? I'm confused. You're talking about cell phone plans, laptops, private school, uh, all this other shit. Isn't that what child support is for? (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about? And then the nanny. This woman has a, by the way, this, this is why I always tell you, it don't matter what child support order you get, they're going to blow the money. It doesn't matter what child support order you get, they're going to blow the money. This is another example. By the way, did you hear Michael Strahan's daughter, 18, 19-year-old young lady, came down with um, looks like a brain tumor? And if you know the history of Michael Strahan's uh, relationship, his wife kept taking him back to court every time he did better in life. And look at what happened. The daughter goes to college, develops a brain tumor, and now guess who's paying for the, all of the cost? Michael Strahan. I guarantee you the mother ain't paying for none of the costs. Now Michael Strahan got to use his network. Now that he can see his kids, now that the damn ex-miserable ex is out of the way, she over there sitting on the sideline, probably blowing her money, and now her daughter is in dire straits losing her health. Did you see this? Did you see this? And the ex-wife drug and probably, I'm telling you, man, you guys gotta watch how you deal with people. Because you know what I mean? Karma's karma don't play. Karma don't play. So now the ex-wife collected all that child support money, and now your your daughter ended up with brain cancer. You guys gotta watch out for that shit. This is sad. And guess what? Uh Michael, Michael Stray hands taking on the role. And I think they kind of pushed out. Um I think they kind of pushed out the, um, here here it is. Look at look at another, this is how these miserable exes be. Look, look how they're looking. Uh, took her to court, took the kids to court. They do have twins. So one of the twins gets a brain tumor. And so guess what the ex probably spent up the money. And now Michael, Michael Strahan has to go in and carry the load. Let me see if I can find uh, four days ago. This is uh one of the girls, Isabella. There's the twins now. Now they're 18. Now the baby mama terrorist is kicked at the curb, and now dad can enjoy his young daughters, although he missed probably most of their childhood because the baby mama terrorist wanted to stand in the way. Now guess what? Now where did the girls go? They went back to dad. They went back to dad. So some of you dads, you will get your kids to come back. All right. Now that the mother cannot stop the kids from seeing them and she collected all the money, now they're back with dad. But unfortunately, there's one of the daughters there. Um, she got a brain cancer, rare form of brain cancer. Unfortunately, sad to report. And these mothers don't think about this shit. These mothers don't think about this shit. There he is in a happier day. That's what happened to y'all, man. That's what happened. And unfortunately, here looks like, uh yeah, Michael Strahan. Where's the daughters? There, there they are right there. So now Michael Strahan is picking up the load here after he had to pay multiple dollars amount and be extorted by the ex-wife. For sure, for certain. We already got, we got proof of that. I don't, there's, there's definitely proof of that. And by the way, she took him back to court during, right after COVID, right after he got that, that, uh, that um, Good Morning America money. She got that good. He got that Good Morning America money, and she took him to court. And take a look at her, bro. Take a look. Miserable, miserable. I don't know if it's the poke. <laughs> Sad story, isn't it? This is what happened when you put yourself in front of your kids' best needs. All right, let's go back to these cancerous people here.
4: summer and still has yet to reimburse her despite her sending numerous messages. Um, uninsured health care expenses. My client has paid 100% of the uninsured health care expenses for the children since the divorce because Dr. Kroll has refused to contribute. And she submitted requests. He's demanded other itemized confirmation of payments, even though in the, the um, divorce judgment itself, it says that specifically plaintiff is not required to keep an accounting of expenditures for ordinary health care expenses.
0: Now, I love how, see, here's, remember I told you, they be coming in there with spreadsheets. Because they have, they're broke-minded. They They can't manage money. So everything they pay, they be keeping a spreadsheet. And they be like, I paid this, and I paid $20 for that, and I paid $70 for that, and I paid $100 for that, and I paid. Now, here's the deal. When you pay for their shit, it don't count. You take, them on, you take your kids on vacation, it don't count. She just uses that. Oh, he took them on vacation? Pocket watching. When you buy them extra clothes, you never be out here itemizing the, the cost. When you pay for their sports leagues and their extracurriculars, you never be like, you just hope you pay for it so this bitch can not uh, not uh open her mouth. But of course, it don't count when you pay it. It's a gift. You're supposed to pay it. Be a man. But let them pay for one thing. And they be out here keeping a damn spreadsheet. And look at the lawyer for the dad. <laughs> look at the lawyer for the dad. Oh, the humanity. Look at the lawyer for the dad. Hmm? They like, he like, damn, man, these bitches are petty. Look, petty, petty betty. (laughs) And they like, man, would you just focus on your kids and look at the lawyer, the female lawyer. You bought your kid shoes and travel team bats and hockey puck sticks. All right, you paid for them. You bought them laptops. Anytime you bought something, They don't even, they don't care. But here you go. (laughs) The dude, look at this. (laughs) Like, oh my God, shoot me. Yep. All of a sudden they are pro at economics. They are pro at Microsoft Excel. And you're like, do you want to put my cover cost in there? Nope. Nope.
4: So this is this is a legitimate work-related child care expense. There is nothing in the judgment or the deviation language that states that my client would bear the sole burden of child care expenses. And in fact, she has been exercising significant, significantly more overnights since the divorce judgment than was contemplated in the calculation when that judgment was originally oh, entered. Oh, wow.
0: Okay, so look at this. Boy, oh boy. All right, so what she's saying was, The kids have been staying with the mother despite the fact that there's a parent agreement. So, they're actually spending more parenting time with me. You know, she's just jealous. He probably is traveling, uh, working. Um, He probably can take more time, but she's restricting the time. So, since the original judgment, they actually spend more overnights with the mom. Now, let me tell you what's going on here. When they say overnights, that means when the kid is sleeping. The kid is sleeping over here. You're doing no mommying. All you're doing is putting them under a roof that I paid for with child support. They're sleeping over here. They're not sleeping over here. But she's trying to get parent time while the kids are asleep. Mm. (laughs) These people are petty. So because when they're sleeping, I have more custody. So I should get paid while they're sleeping. And yeah, she's stroking her hair. She's nervous. She's lying. She's making shit up. She's she's pulling shit out of her ass, and she ain't stopped talking for five minutes.
9: Silence, you fool! All
0: right. Uh, So if you're wait, my my question: if you're complaining about parenting time, make the kids sleep over at dad's house. She ain't gonna do it.
4: Portion of that was based on Dr. Kroll's agreement. Um, I understand there are other issues in dispute regarding the overnight time, but at least a period of that was by agreement. So she has really taken on the primary burden here of supporting these kids. Meanwhile, Dr. Kroll has recently purchased a million dollar house. Here we go. My client recently had to sell the marital home that she was awarded so that she can support these children and. Um, support, uh, frankly, the cost of this litigation. So this oh. is, I think, a reasonable request on her part that she contribute to the child care expenses. They are legitimate. They are work-related. And she's only utilizing this nanny three days a week when, in fact, she could utilize, honestly, five days. And so we would request that, that adjustment. Can she's ta-
0: still talking. And you look at the lawyer. She's still talking. And blah, 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 blah. Yep, keeping score. I mean, this is what better, look. Look, (laughs) look at her right here. Look at this ninja right here. Just hating. And I don't know why these judges, hear me out. I don't know why these judges don't throw these women out of the courtroom. But there's only one reason why. The only way they get paid is through these bitter women. That's the only reason. That's the only reason they get paid. So they got to listen to this shit and be like, well, you know, I see it. You're awake. There's an easy way to solve this. If she's incapable of supporting the kids, as sh- she's saying, the custody should go to the dad. That would be simple. All right, bitch, you can't take care of the kids. All right, here we go. Okay, you got to move out of your house. You had to move into a one-bedroom apartment. Okay, you a deadbeat. All right, so let's put the custody over to the father. It's pretty simple. But he's out here listening to her like she making sense. All right, I'll hear your argument. <laughs> this is irrational, by the way. James uh,
6: um, how, um, how does Ms. Krull's uh, work from home uh, schedule make her unavailable to um, provide care for the children at the same time? Um,
4: yeah. I, I can go through a summary that my client oh. just sent me this morning of her job description. I mean, I think summary. we all understand um, work from home with Kids, even you know, a 10 and a 12 year old is extremely difficult. Um, my client is on calls, she has things that she has to attend to, and she needs to be 100% focused on her job.
0: Okay, so my question is okay, why does she have custody when she's 100% focused on her job? Why does she have custody? And by the way, why aren't these kids in school? Don't they got school to go to? So if she's so focused on her job, why aren't the kids with the dad? She can't take care of them. And why is she getting credit for parenting time when the kids are not with her? They're with the babysitter. They're with the nanny. They're with the school. They're with the, why is she getting credit for parenting time? Oh, it's too simple. It's too simple. Well, she's the custodial.
4: Um, so I guess just to summarize for the court, some bullet points on her roles and responsibilities with Blue Cross Blue Shield. Man, who cares um, she about a her job? Customer facing role with several universities. Uh
0: customer, whatever. She's a she. She basically pushes. It. She she's a secretary. And this woman's still talking.
4: University health insurance policies. While we were trying to um, participate in the settlement conference, and so it really is like when these crises come up, it's very it's urgent, and she has to be on it, and it's not something where um, she can just. Leave a call or attend to the kids,
0: guys. Um, this is filibustering at this point. This is filibustering. What happened? To, can I get a say into this? Like, this is completely lopsided. And he has an attorney, and in, the attorney's going crazy right now. He's gesturing, he's leading the court, he's he's he can't get a word in. She filibustering, coming up with a whole bunch of filthy ass lies. What. <laughs>
4: she's also a project consultant for key and large group implementation and customer member education. And she coordinates resolution for complex claim and provider inquiries, care coordination for international students and triage of critical issues.
0: Nothing um, from groups and secretary secretary. That's your job description, ma'am. Look at this woman. (laughs) Look at this. If you can't tell me this ain't a bitter Kermit the frog looking. You do all that and you got time to be over here micromanaging expenses for $5,300 a month in child support. You got a hell of a lot of time on your hands doing all of those job descriptions, and you in court, and you meeting with attorney and filling out summaries, and you filling out all of these court docs, and you're doing all of those prestigious things at your job. I doubt it. Mm. <laughs> you're not doing all that work, all right? I'm trying to sound like a hero. <laughs>
4: Sales. And so it's, I mean, the parties have historically used this nanny over previous summers. I think they both understood Miss Kroll's demands in her job. And I, you know, I think we all as professionals can understand that it's extremely difficult to focus and hundred percent on your job when you're trying to juggle, um juggle two kids at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Which and she then- does do during two days. But I mean, to do that five days per week full time is just not conducive to her role.
6: And then what about this offer of free child care? Yeah, uh-oh.
4: Um, I I believe that what uh-oh. they're referencing is Dr. Crow's offer to have his mother care for the children. Uh-huh. Uh, my understanding is while the parties were married, they historically did not use his mother to provide summer child care because she would charge them. Um, they've used this nanny, Molly, for, like I said, since Elena was three years old. Um,
0: so she's justifying using a paid nanny so they can nanny can come up with whatever expense they want to come up with. Instead of the free daycare from the father's mother. (laughs) These people are pieces of shit. Here we go.
4: So, this is someone who the children are familiar with. um, So, and my client is not in agreement with Dr. Carl's mother providing child care. There you go.
0: I'm. My client's not. Look at this client. My client. Look at her face all contorted, eye all sticking out. My client's not in agreement. I don't agree of course because you lose parenting time
4: or the girls um i honestly i don't think that it's it's his um his choice to dictate who dictate. provides childcare during her parenting time
0: wow
10: okay thank you mr norman i not sure i have much else to add is i mean the allegations as far as not contributing uh, to some of these expenses, it's not entirely accurate. Quite frankly, that's the purpose of the upwards deviation of the $5,000. It was intended to include all of those things uh, that they're complaining about now. Um, as far as, yeah, that's correct. It's
0: primarily uh, Mark's mother, the grandmother of these two girls. Yep. Who these girls have not been able to see at all. Exactly. So it's the grandmother. Well, they're not familiar. They're more familiar with the nanny than the grandmother. It's the grandmother. Well, it's the grandmother. Well, I'm not, I don't agree for six months at least now um, because of the
10: plaintiff and uh, what's going on here. I don't wanna wait too far into the weeds on this because we're waiting for this custody evaluation report, which we're expecting this week. And quite frankly, as a result of that report, which we've already agreed will become the controlling parenting time order in this case, there could be a significant change in custody and parenting time. Yeah. So this objection, it may be mo- moot, her request for additional child support, that also may be moot. Um, we're not exactly sure yet. I think if we were gonna go forward today, maybe take this under advisement, pending receipt of uh this custody evaluation and then we're gonna make some adjustments to child support anyways I anticipate so um I'm not sure I have much else to offer here I don't understand um you know maybe Ms. Umulis could explain in greater detail the objection to a grandmother spending time with the grandchildren um that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever um also with a 12-year-old child who cares for other children I still don't understand the um reason why childcare is needed in the first place here in this instance especially with the plaintiff of working from home um it just seems like an unreasonable request for more money um we have beliefs that uh this entire this entire litigation is is a uh, attempt for Uh, to increase the child support obligation and just deny Mark any relationship whatsoever with his children. And this is just further evidence of that as well. But like I said, I don't want to go too far into it. Um, We've agreed to adopt uh, the custody evaluation as the parenting time order in this court. So, you know, I would say let's just wait and see what that report says. And then we can address this objection and this request uh, after we receive that. By the
0: way, these lawyers are making three thousand dollars to sit up here on Zoom talking. All right. Three thousand dollars every time they show up to a hearing. Plus the paperwork, plus the filing, they're gonna come across with 20, 30. I bet you between both of these parents, they're gonna spend and they do have a custody case. So th- th- we're talking about spending fifty to hundred thousand dollars. These two parents are gonna blow fifty to a hundred K right now when the kids are ten to twelve years old. And the fact that he can afford an attorney is gonna be used against him. The fact that he is fighting for custody is using against him. Okay, the fact that he bought a million-dollar home is being used against him. And the fact that he wants free daycare from his mother is used against him. And he's got to argue this, which is a fool. This is foolish argument. There's no reason for this argument. This should be tossed out of court. This is easy decision. Man, put the kids with the grandmother. Bitch, get over it. That's the easy decision.
6: Uh Mr. Do, do you have any um objection to the court, I, I guess essentially adjourning this and just lumping lumping it in with everything else outstanding?
4: I would have an objection to that. I understand that we may um we may be dealing with a change to the child support going forward, but th- these are expenses that are being incurred over this summer. They're not uh, my client is in need of financial assistance with these child care costs.. Um, you know, if child support is going to be modified going forward, these are still legitimate expenses um that she's incurred for this summer for childcare. And with respect to the allegations about Dr. Pearl's mother, I I don't know how she's been prohibited by my client from seeing the kids for six months. She's she has full capability to see the children during Dr. Kroll's time. There's no order that prohibits her from seeing the children.
6: And because I, I, I didn't, I didn't really want to open up a whole. Okay. You know, I just I, I asked a, a narrow yeah. question. Exactly. And, and you want a decision today, so that's what yes. we will do. exactly All right. Uh, this is uh, Emily Kroll. The filibustering. Kroll versus Mark Kroll. This has been a hearing. Can I, sorry. Can I say
0: something really quick? Uh-oh. Yes, Dr. Kroll. Sorry. I'm. I'm. I don't work on Fridays, and so if there's ever days when there's daycare on Fridays, I'm see, always look. free. See, so look, look at the mom. I, I guess I'm. Look, she immediately denied it. Look at this is, guys, if you're, I know you guys are impatient with this one, but this is a real life example of what men deal with in court. This is a real life example of what men deal with in court. So we're going to play it all the way through. He says, I'm available on Friday. Watch the mother. Watch the mother. We'll, okay. you
6: know, I just I, I asked a, a narrow yeah. question and, and you want a decision today. So that's what we will yes. do. All right. Uh, this is uh, Emily Kroll versus Mark Kroll. This has been a hearing. Can I, sorry. Can I say something really quick? Yes, Dr. Kroll.
0: Sorry. I'm, I'm I don't work on Fridays. And so if there's ever days when there's daycare on Fridays, I'm always free. So see that look at that.
11: Mm.
0: Look at that. She said, nope. As if she can control that. I don't understand why they allow her to control that. If that's available to the father, give it to the father. But no, mm -mm, nope. Why? Because that's less parenting time. That means it's less child support. That means it's she can't come in here and crawl in here with less custody time and get more money. Well, I I guess I'm confused as to why the six-hour rule would not work on Fridays when I literally have
6: every Friday off. Well, is there, uh, Mr. Norman, Ms. Eumulus, is there a question of fact uh, as to, uh, you know, as to whether uh, the right of first refusal might be utilized in place of uh, the nanny in this case?
4: The nanny is not utilized on Fridays. The nanny is utilized Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday.
0: All right, so there it is. There's the block. Well, I'm off on Fridays, too. We don't use the nanny on Fridays. She just made that up, by the way. The lawyer just made that up. Just to block the guy from custody. This is legit parental alienation. They're just keeping custody away from the father. Oh, well, she doesn't work on Friday either. So, and the three days we have her is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, the mother's with him full-time on Friday. She needs the money. (laughs) It's not
6: true because she's dropped them off on on Fridays, but okay.
0: There it is. So, the father called it out. That's not true. By the way, the lawyer for her lied. The lawyer for her just lied. The mother didn't say, no, I didn't work. The lawyer just came in and said, no, we don't use her on Friday. The mother has days off on Friday. It wasn't true. The father said that's not true. So the lawyer's in there lying to keep her – that is crazy, man. That is nuts. All right. So um,
6: at this point, it looks like, um, I mean, there might be some evidentiary issues. Um, The court is uh, just relying on offers of proof today. Uh, Mr. Norman essentially has made a request to uh, I think adjourn this and conduct an evidentiary hearing on these issues if I hear you correctly Mr. Norman.
10: That would be fine your honor.
6: All right well since there are outstanding fact issues um, I guess primarily uh, regarding the dates on which this nanny is actually providing care uh, and and I think that it is relevant that uh, if she's providing care when Dr. Kroll would otherwise be available on and if Ms. Kroll is aware that he's available uh, and the uh, writer first refusal has been uh, requested and refused, and in, in place of the nanny, I guess in light of all of that, there are some issues that need to be sorted out. So, for all of those reasons, I will go ahead. And I will grant the defendant's request to adjourn this hearing. We will conduct this oh, uh, in an evidentiary fashion. It will be added to all other outstanding child. related issues, uh, and the order from today will reflect that. Oh Thank man, Jesus. Oh, just
4: one point of clarification. Oh, oh,
6: here, here you go.
4: The adjustment will continue.
6: All prior prior orders, including the adjustment, will continue in full force and effect. Uh, For what it's worth, um, I'm I'm not going to, uh, well, I'm just going to say that the, the child support assessment will will continue as will all prior orders in full force and effect. To the extent there's an argument that uh, this is an impermissible charge under the terms of the uh, consent judgment of divorce. I have some opinions on that, but I'm not gonna weigh in at this time because uh, the court has uh, not issued, I guess, a ruling on the objection.
4: And what is that salary? Uh,
0: It's $90,000 a year. All right. Small win. They're going to come back, and it's going to cost the guy another three grand. Her attorney's going to charge her another $2,500, try to get the father to pay for it. Small victory, but they still got the custody. They're going to come back and reevaluate it. Her shit got dismissed, and therefore, just like that. And unfortunately, these judges have to sit there and listen to this type of banter back and forth, and it's all bullshit. The mother's frivolous with this lawsuit. She's jealous that the father has done better. Okay, she's trying to say, well, he makes four times more than me. And it's been probably years since we've been together. That's my money. It ain't your money. But in her world, it's her money. She's like, that's my money. And I earn and I deserve. Meanwhile, she's supposed to be focusing on her career. She's supposed to be super mom working. And then also uh, got nanny in custody time and all of that stuff. And she looked like an alcoholic, too. She looked like an alcoholic. That woman does anyway. Just miserable, man. Pocket watching you, making your life miserable, all because she's mismatched. She fumbled. She probably filed for the divorce. She probably filed for the divorce. Now she can't move on. She's broke. She's seen the ninja moving moving on. And now she just made everybody waste $5,000, $6,000, $6,000 down the drain. That could have went to the kids. It could have went directly to the kids, that money. You think the courts worry about that? Not really. They know what time it is. They know what the game is. So they'll let you guys arm up and lawyer up and they'll say, well, you know, you should be smart and lawyer up. Now you lawyer it up. Now these lawyers are just churning, squeezing blood out of a turnip, causing a conflict. Oh, you could do this instead of being real and say, look, man, let's do what's fair for your kids. All right. This sounds frivolous. This sounds like you're bitter. Let's move on. Right. Right. Isn't that crazy? That is something else, man, and all of that for nothing. All of that for nothing. She got nothing out of it. He lost. He got a minor win, but all they're going to do is have another hearing, and that's going to be probably two more hearings. It sounds like two more hearings ahead, and that's not even on the custody part of it. There's a different custody case going on, so there's a couple of hearings going over there, and I think there's an investigation, meaning he's being Probably um, monitored by a social worker, or at least interviewed or investigated by a social worker to change custody back to him, or at least give him some parenting time. So now he's got to go through some some social worker who means nothing. I, I'm actually quite confused. Um, this is what bitter people do. Let let me let me tell you how this works. He says the lawyers delaying things to make more. Exactly. So the lawyer, the attorneys are going to win this one. Because they're like, oh, we need an evidentiary hearing. We need a review. We need a this. We need to submit that. All right. And the attorneys are just churning this up. 10 grand here, 10 grand here on both sides. This is a game. But it starts with the bitter baby mom. Because she wants to. I want you to look, I want you to look at this. You have two children here in this case. The father knows his children. The grandmother, his mother knows the children, and the mother knows the children. These are the only people who know the children. Nobody else in here knows these kids. But they're all going to get paid off these kids. They're all going to get paid off these kids. But the mother puts this guy, this guy, this woman right here, looks to, looks like child support services, this woman, and then the social worker, and then the other judge. In the other case, this woman has put up all these toy soldiers All these toy soldiers in front of you and your kids, including her. So all of these people stand in between you and your kids. Guys, you guys got to watch this game. This is not a game for the week. And all because she wanted an extra $300. She has now put all of this shit up into the air $300 a month, you multiply that, you multiply that times uh, the year, which is $3,600, you multiply that times eight, which is the youngest kid, you're talking about (laughs) $24,000. $24,000 possible come up over eight years. What? Isn't this crazy? It's the world, man, <laughs> right? $24,000 extra dollars over eight years, and she fighting. She ki- she killing everybody. She putting all the toy soldiers, all the armed gunsmen. All right, let me get to these chats over here, and then we're going to get to the main event. The Eagles are losing right now. Crazy. Guys, be careful, man. This I'm glad I somebody sent me that clip because that's a perfect summation of what happens in these cases right here. And she going to spend that money up. She going to spend that money up. All right, anybody having trouble over here? Have I been banned on these other platforms? I've probably been banned. Somebody said 24K is 24K. <laughs> A free money, yeah. Oh, by the way, you're going to spend more in 24K? You're going to spend that much in attorney fees. She's going to spend that in attorney's fees. Like, she's going to spend over 24 k in attorney's fees. Right? Who's, where does the attorney's fees come in? It ain't, he ain't paying it. They're not going to pay it. The divorce has already happened. No, those t- typically happen in divorce cases. It typically doesn't happen in child. Her attorney going to win as well. Shout out to Turk, says, coach is having flashbacks. Let them know, coach. I ain't having no flashbacks. I'm having flash fronts. All right, what's going on over here? The other apps, they must be down. Uh, yeah, the hate is real. Maybe maybe somebody's putting the wrong information in over there because over there. Uh, I don't see anything. If you guys have been trying to go in over on, um, yeah, if you try to go to the alternative apps, looks like they got me. What else did y'all see? We lost me? Am I still here? Am I still here? Okay, it's good now. I don't know what happened. What happened? Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what's happening here. Yep, I see what's happening here. All right, let me see. All right, they they saying, yep, they getting me right here. They getting me. Isn't that crazy? They know when I'm teaching y'all. They know when I'm teaching. They watching. I'm I'm telling y'all stuff that they don't want you to know. They know, man. (laughs) That is crazy. The screen went black. Oh, boy. New, 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 new world order. They are watching. They don't like me educating y'all on these these topics. They cannot stand it. But I'm telling you, man, that what they need to do is not, you know, because I've learned all of this shit by getting taken up in there. Every time I get taken in there, I get this knowledge and I bring it to you. Are we good now? Thumbs up if we're good. Give me a one in the, in the chat if we're good. Anyway. Yep, they called them up. They was like, get this ninja. He's showing them the information. Shout out to Tony. The praying mantis says, Sup, coach, most of the shows back in 20 or 2000 were fake like MTV Cribs and Pip My Ride. He says, uh, can you do a show on the Christopher Case story? Christopher Case somebody actually asked me that the other day. Christopher Case. Yeah, somebody did bring that up. I was going to look at it. I was going to look at it. Is it a voodoo case something similar. I just I just saw something here. Mike Love says the $5600 wife looks like Nikki Huntsman. If you know, you know, LOL. He says she needs that summer child care money. I need the summer child care money. Why is, why is the kids not with the father during the summer? I mean, some of this doesn't make sense. I say, let me see. I'm trying to find Nikki Huntsman. All right. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. I can't show that on the internet. She looks like an older version of her. But uh, yeah, I don't understand. In the case where the dad's trying to get more custody, here she comes with this child support hearing. She knows she's going to lose on the custody side. Sad, isn't it? Sad. All right, man, we'll see how long they let me stick up in here. Anybody having problems with the pay puzzle, Uh, do me a favor. Click the link at the top. Click the link at the top, and you can get in there. Yep, she's salty. She's salty. There's no reason for her not to go, oh, okay, you want to help out? Okay, good. But she's like, Mm-mm, no extra time. Uh uh. All right, what are we doing here? It's too late to shut it down, man. We got too much info. Let's get to the main event here. Let's get to the main event, main event. Main event, main event. Let me see. Boo hoo tea. All right, what do we got here? Okay, yep, we got it right there. Let's get to the main event. What is the main event topic here? It says right here, she wants a sponsor. For the men who think they want a relationship. We're going to get you uh, some fixes, some binds women up in here real quick. And uh, this woman's going to start it off right here. Where's the woman that says, let me see, where's the thoughts? Oh, I, I had it out of order here. Okay, here we go right here. She says, let's show it the screen right there. And by the way, I'm being shadow banned big time. They're messing with all of my numbers. I'm seeing numbers go up and down, fluctuating. I don't know what's going on. But YouTube got me in a headlock today. They got me in a headlock. The past couple of episodes, I know people fluctuate, and I know there's a lot going on. There's the Philly game, and there's also the game. There's the Emmy Awards. I understand. But YouTube got me in a headlock today. As you can see, very low numbers. I know it's a very even even stream. But look, I got I got messages and warnings. I'm getting all kind of information on my stream today. I got a big yellow bar across my YouTube Back screen right here about my my it's not receiving enough video information. Shit is sad. Shit is sad. They got me in a headlock, blacking me out, all because I'm giving y'all this vital information, man. Yeah, Raw Monday Night Raw. All right, I seen it fluctuate from fourteen hundred all the way back to twelve, all the way back to, back to eleven hundred. All right. Anyway, this woman says right here, the new generation of women aren't looking for partnerships, they're looking for sponsorships.
2: Just straight, a man can't text you guys, what are you doing because you got two, $3,000 worth of monthly bills? <sighs> I don't think y'all really out here looking for like a real man like an alpha man a king somebody who can teach you guide you lead you somebody that you can actually build a foundation with you know get some genuine chemistry going some y'all not looking for that y'all are out here looking for somebody to help you y'all are out here looking for a sponsor somebody to sponsor your lifestyle because i'm trying to understand when did it become a man's responsibility to even give you anything during the dating phase a man is not responsible for your monthly bills in the dating phase you're not his woman and what makes you think that a man does not have his own bills his own responsibilities. That is why a lot of you ladies cannot enjoy the dating phase because you are out here dating for all the wrong reasons. When you are dating somebody, it should really only be about just seeing if you and this person got a connection. Can we build together? Are we on the same page? Do we got the same beliefs, the same values? Something along along those lines. But y'all get so frustrated. Well, he keep texting me, what you doing? And he ain't asking me how much is my rent and my car? No, that's not his problem. A real man is not. So let me get this straight.
0: All right, so she has a couple more slides here, but let's play this because we are hearing a lot of women. I want a restaurant. I don't want to go here. He needs to pay this. All these guys are texting me. What you doing? You need to pay me. Hit me on the cash app. We're seeing the monetized women, and I've been warning you that this is where we are. Check out this woman here, and we'll come back to that woman. It says, when guys try to flirt with me, when guys try to flirt with me, you see this? All right, listen to it right here. Insert
3: cash or select payment type. Use pin pad to complete transaction. Insert cash or select payment type. Use pin pad to complete transaction. Insert cash or select payment type. Use pin pad to complete transaction.
0: Because they have an overexposure to men and a lot of DMs and emails and... And and phone numbers and dating apps and whatever they got going on. Now, to flirt with you, and they're not kidding, guys. Yes, they do this for views, but they also believe this. Now, to flirt with you, now we're doing payment. In their mind, they think that this is appropriate. Why? Because they're getting hit up so much. Now, you're like, they're not going to charge Pookie and Tyrone or Tyrone and Chad. Of of course not. But they will say, well, I'm not really interested in you, but if you want to flirt, you must pay. You're going to pay. Or if you don't want to pay, there's no flirting. You see this? This is where they're going because because, uh, attention is given out so freely that they're like, no free attention. I don't even want the free attention. But I'll talk to you. Every man is useful. Isn't this wild? Yes, it is. All right. Um, This is where we're going. The monetized woman. This is where we're going with it. Uh, Let me see here. I just want to do some recon on her. Um, Let me see if she has the the link tree. Real quick. Does she have OnlyFans? Um, It doesn't look like she has a link. Let me see here. Is this an OnlyFans? Can't tell what this is. She doesn't have a link to OnlyFans. All right, so um, quite shocking. Quite shocking. She doesn't have a link to OnlyFans. But, yep, anyway, let's continue. Let's take you to this woman right here. Here's a straggle. All right, how to get money from men. <laughs> how to get money from men. How to get money uh, from men. All right, here we go.
9: So ladies, this can only work if the man that you're dating in is generous, has a provider mindset, isn't broke, damn sure it's not stingy, and you, my dear, are presenting yourself as one woman who gets taken care of. So I know a lot of ladies find it cringe-like to get money from men, or some of you are actually even scared to ask for money from men, and I don't know why. You want money, but you don't want to ask for the money. So, another way to do it is by allowing it to become an issue that is has to separate your time with him. So, what do I mean? So, for example, let's just say that you need a bill paid. So, when he calls you to go on a date um, to spend time with you, you are going to say to him, oh, my gosh, babes, I just received an unexpected bill and I don't know how I'm going to pay it. Like, it's going to cost me an arm and a leg and if I go out tonight with you, It's just, I'm going to be so boring and I don't want to seem ungrateful because I know that every time you go out, you always make it amazing and I don't want to, I don't want to bore you and I'm not going to be focused. So why don't you just give me some time, let me figure this out on my own and then I can come back to you when I'm in a better headspace. Now, if he truly has a provider mindset, what he will do is he will probe you how much is the bill, when is the due date of the bill? And he will either transfer the money into your account or he will pay the bill directly.
1: That's another way, ladies. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off.
0: Next caller. Now, you know, uh, this whole, yeah, the sprinkle, sprinkle babes, right? That sprinkle, sprinkle thing, which has been around for as longer than I've done YouTube. So that woman that does sprinkle, sprinkle has been around for quite a long time. Now, let me just tell you something. There was a time where this group of women would only say, no, I have a type, don't bother me. Today, they have a type, but they also have a category of men, provider males. It even goes further than this. If you're not on Locals, we break this down even further than this, but some guys can't handle it. Some guys, some guys can't handle this amount of information. So what they're saying is, we'll find a means or a reason to associate with the group of people that we would have dismissed. We would have rejected so this is an opportunity for me here, and I can have a provider male. Does she treat all men like this? There's an absolute case where this doesn't happen. It's an actual fact. So some guys might get treated like this, and you can overcome it. Some guys might get treated like this, and she just says, okay, you're not going to do anything dismissed. You were dismissed anyway. Okay? Some men will volunteer for this. I'll do it. Some men will fix the bind and get the guts and say, I got the guts, at least I got the nut. Some guys are not going to be even have to do any of these things. So we have to understand that. So there's the guys like, no, nah, man, you don't have to put up with this. There's some guys that have to put up with this. All right, they ain't got no choice in hell. They either have to object or accept. And I will tell you, uh, 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 reject these at all times. This is not where you want to be if they got to use these type of games. Oh, you know, I had an unexpected bill. All right, I got a car accident. My engine blew up. Bye. Mm. Bye. So it's, it is what it is. It's kind of what, what, what they've turned to because economically, they're not able to make it. They have to decide. What do they want to do? I'm going to go travel. I'm telling you, they're going to travel with their own money, but they're coming back and needing rent money. I see this shit. I'm like, how are you living this recklessly? I'm like, weren't you just on a trip? (laughs) That's how they spend their money. They got to do their hair. They got to go to their hair appointment. They got to go get their dresses, and they got to go get their makeup. They got to go get their shoes. They will spend that money and then find a way to patch it up over here with a marketplace full of available men that are willing to contribute. I'm telling you, there's this marketplace exists. If you haven't seen OnlyFans, you cannot say this marketplace doesn't exist. This marketplace of men that are willing to do what she's calling provider mails exists. Whether she gets the money from all of them. No, she doesn't. This is part of sales. You don't you don't make every sale. You just put the offer out there and then see who does it. If they don't do it, you move on. They don't have a lack of attention out here. They do not. As much as you guys want to say and cope, oh, well, ain't nobody checking for her. You're crazy. They're checking for her. Oh, she fat. She dusty. She hit the wall. She is stragg. She got a nose ring. She got tattoos. In today's world, she getting plenty. She getting plenty. By the way, the previous woman that said insert cash, where was she at? Right here. All right. Answer. Insert
3: cash or select payment type.
0: All right. This woman has a large audience. I would consider it a large social media following. It's not It's not big. All right. Please don't type all caps. Don't type all caps. Please don't type all caps. There is a marketplace. All right. Anyway, if this... I'm gonna tell you guys, if this uh, is the type of information that bothers you, if you come over the locals, your head's gonna be spinning. <laughs> right? Because I show you in I show you legitimate opportunities here where this is happening. okay? All right, anyway, uh, let me continue here. Let's go to the next one. This is a allegedly a man. Who goes on a Tinder date, which I don't understand what you're doing that for. He goes on a Tinder date, and he says the Tinder date was mad that she had to split the bill. This could be a skit, but guys, if you've ever been on a Tinder date, this is probably not a skit. All right, this is a common thing that people battle with when they date on Tinder. All right, so here we go.
7: Tinder date was mad that she had to split the bill.
3: What'd you say?
5: Why are we splitting the bill?
3: Well, I mean, it's our first date, so I thought we should maybe
11: go half. I can't believe you made us split the bill.
3: I mean, you ordered an appetizer that I didn't even touch. Why do you think that I should okay, pay for Okay, but
7: you it? asked me out.
3: I know. But you ordered something you that I did. You asked me out. All right. I'll just take you
11: home and. All right. See ya. Hello. Hello. See ya.
12: Bye.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, could be a skit. Could be legitimate. But I do know this conversation does happen quite a bit in the normie circle. Where guys are dating. And then there's this split conversation. To me, this is elementary Um, It's somewhat weird at this point that you're having this type of fight and discussion, but it is what it is. This is the normie side of things where we're saying, well, you have equality, you have your own money. She probably bragged about her career. She should be able to pay, and she paid. But obviously, because she paid, she felt some sort of way and then said, you asked me out. Well, isn't that the protocol? Isn't that the protocol of dating? Matter of fact, ladies, how many times do you ask men out? Probably very few times. And the men that you do ask out are probably men that are in the higher echelon, not on dating apps, men that you're trying to chase down. So you're not asking the normal guy out. So obviously you already know that he's handcuffed with this idea that he has to pay if he asks. So then you use the the dating protocol and Tinder to get dates. It's obvious that that, that's going to hamstring men who don't know how to talk their way out of it or who have to use these type of dating apps. Of course, I asked you out. You don't go on Tinder asking men out, do you? Probably not. All right, but it's, it's, these are all kind of goofy moves that men do to try to get around to deal with women who in their mind, they're monetized. That woman, even though she's not asking directly for money, she's monetizing the date. I believe she had no interest in the date other than the fact that she was going to get a free meal. She had no interest in him. She only went because she was hungry. And now she had to pay and probably go under and uh, get, a, get a overdraft fee because she dis- she doesn't have money. Women don't have money for shit like this. And then if he paid, he would have got the same treatment, <laughs> right? Mm. If he paid, he obviously would have got the same treatment. She didn't give a fuck but this is the monetized dating marketplace. All right, continuing here. Uh, We have this woman here. Oh, she's going to talk about something that we've just been recently talking about, which is fin dom. Fin dom, not fem dom, fin dom. Financial domination. Another thing that exists that people are not aware about unless you're um, on the dark side or have experienced this or have money yourself. So this woman is going to describe fin dom, financial domination. And oh, yes, there's women doing this and there's men that love this done to them. All right, here we go.
12: Guy who he all of a sudden gotten a trust fund. So, trust fund baby. Trust fund baby, I think. Oh, damn. Yeah. He literally sent me the login credentials for his banking information. He wanted me to log in and see that he had, like, I logged in. He wanted me to see that he had, like, $18 million. He wanted me to almost like degrade him in a sense, calling him like a pay pig and taking his money from him.
10: That sounds like the definition of a pay pig. Huh? How much money did you take? What were you taking? What were you doing?
12: Um, yeah, so we ended up having phone calls, um, and he would pay me like about a thousand per minute.
10: Thousand dollars a minute?
12: hmm So
10: you're making sixty K an hour? Yeah. Did you make sixty K an hour? Uh
12: huh. There was this guy who he all of a sudden gotten a trust fund. So
10: a trust fund baby. Trust
12: fund baby, I think. Oh damn. Yeah. He literally sent me the login credentials for his banking information. He wanted me to log in and see that he had like I logged in. He wanted me to see that he had like eighteen million dollars. Eight- he wanted me to almost like degrade him in a sense calling him like a pay peg and taking his money from him
10: that sounds like the definition of a pay peg
0: how much money did you take what were you taking what were you doing
12: um yeah so we ended up having phone calls um and he would pay me like about a thousand per minute
0: now what she's not telling you let me tell you something uh her story is is believable it's believable uh what she's not telling you is she only did this once Right. So she only did this maybe one or two times. She didn't have that many opportunities with the guy. So she might've got a little bit of money and she probably snorted it up, got some titty implants and, and so forth and so on and blew the money and thought that money was going to come back around. She probably came back around, disrespected the guy uh, to the point where he discontinued the relationship. And then she probably thought, Oh, I'm going to make another bag off of you. And he cut her off. And trust me, I know that this happens. I know people and men and women that participate in this, And um, he thought he was doing her a good, a, a, a solid, but she probably took advantage of the relationship, pissed him off, and cut it off. Because if this was the case, she would probably have a, she would be loaded. She would be loaded. But I know women that have gotten big money from pay pigs, from men, blew it, went back to the guy, and they cut her off. Okay, they cut her off. Now, guys that think she's lying, I'm telling you guys, I'm just letting you know. I want you to trust me on this. I want you to trust me on this. Because a lot of you guys, are, this is happening. This is happening. I don't, I don't know what you guys have experienced in your life or where you come from. Take it from me. I'm on the dark side. This is happening. Now, the amounts that she's coming up with seems to be weird. But I know that this is happening. All right, see, this is, I live in Las Vegas. This is happening. I know you don't want it to happen, but it's happening. All right. There's men out here that come out here, and uh, let me just say this. A lot of these guys do win money in the casinos, and they blow the money. That's how they blow their money. All right, so they'll come in. They already make a lot of money. Some of this money that they lose is not really their money. They come here, they play the casino, they stack chips, and this is how they have fun. It's not really their money, right? It's their money, but it's not. So I, I know this happens in the casinos. This is very common stuff that happens. I mean, Las Vegas is Las Vegas. So a lot of guys do win $20,000, dollars $40,000 at the tables, and then they make it accessible. They have orgies, orgies, orgies. They do trains, they hire girls, they throw the money on them. It's a fucking party. All right. So Mm. I'm not telling you to do this. I'm not encouraging you, but when I, when people think these women aren't doing this, you must live in Kansas. (laughs) All right. Uh, But in big places, Los Angeles, I grew up in Southern California Um. And I know guys think that these things don't happen. Growing up in Southern California, I'm going to just tell this story again for people that don't know. I knew a kept woman. I knew a woman that they would call, they wouldn't call her a sugar baby, but she'd be a concubine essentially. And she was a player that I coached as a high school student. Now, I can't say whether she was attractive or not because she was in high school at the time that I coached her. But just let's just say she developed into a nice, beautiful young woman. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but some athletes, millionaires, celebrities, they keep women around the world in different area codes. Like they pay their entire expenses. And when I tell people this or you hear this on the Internet, you're like, no, this isn't true. It's absolutely true. I knew a young lady that I was associated with coaching. She ended up growing into a, she was already kind of a beautiful young girl. She was a senior when I met her in my first year of coaching there. And she was a very attractive woman, Develop into. She was a kept woman by a famous sports athlete in Los Angeles. Now, this guy at the time had women everywhere because there's women that came out during that time and said, yep. I was this one. I was this. I was the girl to this guy, and he paid all my expenses—house, car, apartment, whatever it is. And I knew, I knew this girl. At the time, her best friend told me, "Hey, did you hear about so, so and so?" And I was like, "Nah." She said she's with so and so, and I was like, "Huh?" Because so and so was married. So and so was married. That person was well-known athlete married. And I was like, oh, wow. And he was paying covering the entire cost of this person. This woman was kept concubine. And she wasn't the only one. She wasn't the only one. That person had many girls across the country tucked away. Many, pay, many women in Southern California. And he's since admitted to doing so. And he's not the only one. <laughs> he's not the only One. And so I'm sitting here like a lot of guys are like, nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, dude, you guys are, you guys are lost. You guys are really, really, really lost at to how women can get money easily, easily. It's easy for them now. Can they sustain it? Can they do this for a living? No, they're going to hit the wall. They're going to get old and then they're going to be grumpy and then it's not going to come easy. Why? Because new 18-year-olds hit the marketplace every day. So they have a short window for this. Short window of this type of activity, the women do. The men, as long as they can maintain the money, they can do this all the way up until their, you know, wherever they are rich, all the way up into the next 30 years. So they can continue to do it. The women, on the other hand, they have to jump from dude to dude to dude if the relationship is short where they got the guy, and he's keeping her for six months, a year, and then it ends, it ends. And then they be out here telling war stories about how they used to do X, Y, and Z. And then y'all be saying they lying. Oh, they broke. It don't make no sense. It's happening. By the way, I'm not trying to call out many any names here. I'm not here here to call out names. But there are Actors doing this, there was another actress claimed that another fam- famous actor did this with her. And yes, that's how you keep the girl only for you. Because you're paying these, now they could probably have a bunch of other guys doing this today. But back then, that was your girl. Even though you were married. Oh yes, these, do, these women mess with married men. They know they're married. They don't say, oh, you're married, I won't take your money. They'll take the money. All of a sudden, morality's, morality goes out of the door. Okay? So, even these guys that they know they're married, they still participate. All right? It, it's it's kind of how it goes. Of course, um, you know, it's tough. It's tough for men to hear this shit. Oh, by the way, I, I guys, I've seen so many women do this. It's ridiculous. Again, growing up in Southern California, Um, I was put on. I had to grow up in Southern California in the San Fernando Valley. I lived in Orange County, Newport Beach. There was a, man, I'm not trying to name names. Indudgingly, another well-known guy had girls set up in Newport in apartments, confirmed. I knew at least one of them. But she said there was others that he could go and reach. It's crazy. It's crazy out here, but it is what it is. All right, it's kind of how it works, but uh, that's what men do with their money. That's what they do with their money. Um, even guys like Leo, it's all kind of rent. It's kind of rental system. Anybody ever heard of Heidi Fleiss? Anybody ever heard of Heidi Fleiss? What do you think that was? What do you think that was? It was a network. What do you think? Uh, um, uh, what, what's the guy's name? Hugh Hefner. What do you think Hugh Hefner was? It happens. It goes on. Shit goes on out here. Anyway, get the likes up for these facts. Now, what do we have to what do we have to do right here? <laughs> he said Thomas Jefferson been done this. Yep. Thomas Jefferson too, ninja. This shit goes back. Remember. Remember, it always goes back. Money and sex. Money and sex. All right. Heidi Fleiss and they was all doing this and they had a network of guys. Even the Epstein thing opened your eyes. As to this couldn't be happening. And it was happening. And it was happening right under your face. And you're like, no way. No way famous people were flying to an island for underage girls. Yep. (laughs) Mm. It was happening and they were paying thousands of dollars to go on that flight. And they paid thousands of dollars to not get on that flight, Luz. It's happening, brothers. Like uh, 10 years ago, you wouldn't have thought that was possible. And it easily was happening on a regular basis. So what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What I'm, I'm trying to tell you is don't fight the feeling, guys. Don't fight the feeling. Uh, here's another woman here. I think I featured her, but I'll play it. Woman reveals she went on six dates a week to save on food. I don't buy groceries. I didn't buy groceries for two years. Okay, there you go right here. Didn't buy groceries for two years. I actually played a video of her. A lot of brothers to think she cap. But remember, Asian women are the, even, even this ugly, well, even this average-looking Asian woman. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it says right here, when they say women are bad with money, but you used to go on six dates a week to avoid paying for groceries. Is there a clip on this? I think I covered this woman before. Um, I knew a woman in Orange County. I came over to her house one day, and um, I went over to her house one day, and we were talking about something, and she was like, oh, you want something to eat? She would make me Tombstone pizza. She wasn't a great cook, but she was like, you want something to eat? I was like, yeah. She opens her refrigerator. (laughs) She opens her refrigerator. It's all filled up with to-go boxes, and she's attractive. It's all to-go boxes. From high end restaurants, <laughs> so I opened it up. I'm looking, and it's Mastro's, Fleming's, Ruth's Chris, to-go boxes. And she was like, "Oh, you know," she's like, "I can't even eat all of this stuff. These are all the stuff from my dates." <laughs> I'm like, "These bitches ain't shit." I'm like, "They ain't shit." All day food, and it was covering. It was so much date cartons. You know, them styrofoam cartons. It was so many cartons in there. It, you couldn't even see the light. It was just full dark. It was just dark in the refrigerator. Mm. I'm like, these people are wild. Oh, man, just leftovers and leftovers. He was like, oh, man, I had a I had a long week last week. Lots of dates. <laughs> so, man, I'll tell you, man, this is why I don't look. I don't even do this whole dating restaurant thing. Uh, all of that is, is gaslighting men to give these women a reason to get free food. Right. And, uh, like, if you don't want to take them to a restaurant, please don't, they're finessing you. They're finessing you guys. So I don't think it's a need there. Cause they are all like, well, well, how do you suppose it? though?" I like to go to restaurants and restaurants are the best, best they're They're, they're finessing you guys. You do not need to take them to a restaurant. It's not necessary. Now if you want to take them to a restaurant, that's your own prerogative. Like cuz you got to eat too. But do not fall for this. You got to take them to a restaurant. I think restaurants are the worst dates of all time. All right, they they're terrible. They're only set her up to finesse you. Um unless she comes to suck you off. Uh here we go right here. We got another young lady here. Uh this is a child, but they put her on the internet so I'm going to play it.
11: Then nothing's going to change, but really your credit card's going to be missing every day. Also me and mama, you know where we're going to be? So four- Ulta, Target, the mall, everywhere. So I'm just taking all your money. And let me tell you, we're gonna have fun. You said nothing's gonna change, but really your credit card's gonna be missing every day. Also me and mama. You know where we're gonna be? Sephora, Ulta, Target, the mall, everywhere. So I'm just taking all your money. Bye.
8: Game over.
0: Brothers It's it's getting tougher out here. Like we're getting we're getting squeezed. You're getting squeezed from all sides. That looks like stepdaddy. Stepdaddy. So this looks like they this woman had a child, and the guy married the woman, and that looks like a very elaborate wedding ceremony for a single mother. And he sniggling. He's niggling. So we might have to go over this because we talk about compartmentalizing women. But they're in the game of romance and dating. You have too many guys out here. And you're trying to take a stand. Uh Uh-oh, my mic's going to get knocked over. You're trying to take a stand. But they're stepfathers. There's men just happy to be a stepdad. They don't give a fuck about no red pill or what MGTOW says. They don't care. And you're thinking there couldn't possibly be no stepdads. Guys, just like you think these guys. There's tricks, There's Dom. There's men with a lot of money. that There's men that blow money on women. There's rappers, athletes that have these women. They Dude, there was a rapper I was listening to on Vlad TV. He was talking about, I got all these girls OnlyFans. I pay all their subscription. And it's a, this guy's supposed to be a wealthy rapper. Mm, give or take you have sugar daddies you have and you're thinking these hoes are out here ain't gonna be able to touch no money you thinking you're thinking there's women who getting married there's dude women marrying simps beta brads there's uncle earls out here That's just those guys. Then there's the pimp guys, the Mac guys, the players, the Pookies, the Ray Rays, the Chads, the Giga Chads. Then there's the invisible men. Then there's the young men. There's the old men. These women are fucking old men. I don't care, not all of them, but there's enough of them doing it that creates a crazy-ass marketplace. Yeah, Fred O'Bang was the guy. And we want them to fit I am telling you, I, the the thing the thing I'm taking. I, I think OnlyFans is because I remember dudes are like, well, uh, they're gonna be uh, uh UPS is hiring. That's long gone, nigga. <laughs> that is long gone, bro. Long gone. There's a marketplace and OnlyFans is worldwide. So you gotta not only compete with American simps. You got to compete with simps in the Middle East, simps in overseas, Asian, rich, Asian, male simps, Indian simps, African simps, if you will. I'm not calling them simps. Okay. Right. Somebody says right here, oh, this guy, he continues to get banned. See, he's backtracking right now when he just said women don't get money like that. I don't remember saying that. But it's good that you played here. I'm glad you're here. I don't know what you're talking about. But they gonna get it. The Saudi guys, Saudi princes. It's it's there. The reason is, the only thing is, it's not consistent. So they kind of got to keep this hustle going. Stepdaddies. This guy right here, Stepdaddy Simp. Here we go, right here. Stepdaddy Simp. And she in there just telling them, yep, we're going to run that bag.
11: You said nothing's going to change, but really your credit card's going to be missing every day. Also, me and Mama. You know where we're going to be? Sephora, Ulta, Target.
0: What did I tell you about Sephora? What did I tell you about Sephora? they going to be there. Sephora, Ulta. See, the thing is, they get it, but the money just... The money's going to get lost. All right, the money's going to get lost. This is why they have to keep doing it. See, it's one thing that they get the child support. Now they got to keep the child support. That's where where women aren't good. It's one thing to get the guy to trick money on her. But do they keep the money? No. They get the money from the guy, but they don't ever keep it. So then they got to keep doing it and doing it again. They get the money, they blow it, and then they back for the next hit. And then the guy's gone. They're like, oh, shit. That's how it works. That's why they keep having to do it. Same thing with OnlyFans. They get the money, they blow it, and then they back out here putting their pussy on the internet again. Because how women deal with money is they think this money's going to be forever. They get it, and then they blow it, and they back out here. And then at some particular point, they run out. They run out of time. They run out of space. They run out of money. They run out of guys. They move down. But they get it, but they, do they keep it? They don't do a good job of keeping it, very much. Same thing as divorcees, it's the same principle. They get the alimony, they blow it, and they back in court. They get the child support, they blow it, they back in court. That's how they work. <laughs> they're addicted to it, but they're also addicted to spending the money. It's not enough to get the money, they got to spend it as soon as they get it. Mm. This woman's even saying it. We're going to get your credit card and be spending the money.
11: (laughs) The mall everywhere.
0: You think these girls do? I'm telling you, the amount of girls who should be millionaires off of tricks and simps and sugar daddies and OnlyFans subscribe, the amount of girls that women that should be millionaires, they should be the richest women in the world. They should be the richest women in the world. But women seem to always be the brokest. Like You make sense of that. What we have to do to money because we work for our money and we're not just kind of selling a dream or selling our body, we work for the money so that when we get it, we tend to be like very like, okay, I don't want to blow it. But they should be the richest people in the world. They literally got oil between their legs and ATM between their legs. But, of course, they get jobs. They get opportunities to, to, to get married. They get opportunities to work mainly because they're attractive. They get opportunities to set, and they still blow it. <laughs> they still blow it. Can you pay attention? They don't handle the money. Spin, spin, spin.
11: Oh, I'm just taking all your money, and let me tell you, we're gonna have fun.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, oh man in what world is this necessary we're going to take all your money and he laughing we're going to have so much fun we're going to have so much fun we're going to get the money and we're going to have so much fun
11: you said nothing's going to change but really
0: i got to i got to find a picture of this ninja sniggling yep there he is right there there he is right there niggas always got to show they Yeah, we could talk a big game over here, man. But I'm gonna tell you, it's tough, guys. You cannot compete. <laughs> you cannot compete with this guy. Now, the only thing is, he's only got one woman, right? So he only took one step, mama, off the marketplace. <laughs> All right? He only took one, but he seems to be very happy with this. With this, this is a fin dom. This is no different than what this woman was saying. This is no different. Now, she just didn't marry anyone, but she said, yep, I just took his money, financially dominated him. It's the same thing. There's no difference. Wow, get an annulment. He done. He cooked. And he married a step mammy. Damn, and one woman you signed up for monogamy, and you got married. Oh, mm. now that's that's egregious. Cause now you get punished if you cheat. You get punished if she's not happy. Like that's that's terrible. I rather I I wouldn't be that guy. I wouldn't want to be that guy. That is the worst. You're gonna get double whammy. Let me get to these super chats. I don't think there's many because, um, they're playing around. Shout out to Pug Dad says I think you should share play these courtroom videos more often. And he says right here, it's as though we're in the courtroom watching in real time. And that's how you learn. That's how you learn. Abel returns to Eden. Says, Coach, you are filling the monasteries out here. Monasteries. Shout out to you. Thank you. I hope you guys get in here and figure figure this out. It's a tough world for a lot of people, man. We got half space. We'll travel. He says somehow the simp economy has returned. Yeah. Guys, these girls don't make up these stories where they're like, oh, I got a guy to pay for these dates. I got a guy to pay for my heels. I know guys think they make up the stories, but these same women, these same women are broke. <laughs> right? So that's the double-edged sword. That's the double whammy. So, yep, they got a guy to pay for her dress. They gave her the Cinderella, the pretty woman. Um, yep, a guy swooped in, and, and he covered a bill or two. I know a woman... This Latina and she would be considered attractive. She was married to a wealthy man. Let me tell you her story. And she watches my show, so she knows who she is. This woman is in her fifties now. She's a she's a former trophy wife. She's a former trophy wife. So she got married young, like nineteen or twenty, to a wealthy guy who was probably maybe fifteen to 10, 10 to fifteen years her senior, maybe a le- little bit older. So he was an older male. And she married him when she was like 19 or 20. They had three kids. Almost all of the kids are adults now. If not, the youngest is 18. I'm going to tell you her story. I bumped into her at a grocery store. And she did some work at the store. Like she, I think she was helping the special needs people as a kind of like a social worker. I don't know what she did. But she knew me. She knew the car that I drove and everything. So, she came in one day, and she approached me at the store. Now, this woman was in her late 40s at the time, and I was, like, probably just turning 40, 41. So, I'm going to tell you her story about how guys give money to women. So, she approached me. She called me Superman because I had a Superman shirt, and forever to this day, she calls me Superman. All right, so I had a Superman T-shirt on, graphic tee. And she approached me. She was like, hi. And I was like, okay. And she had these... Implants, you know, she had a lot of the plastic surgery, all of that stuff, and um, she was like, "Yeah, oh, uh, she's like, I know you. She's like, you drive the BMW, so she knew what car I drove and everything." And I was like, "Damn, she was watching." So I was like, "All right, again." She approached me, give me the number, got her number. We end up connecting on various ways, and we know each other. We knew each other. Now, let me tell you what happened. One day, she seemed to be kind of like her life seemed to be going up and down. Her, her life was kind of a spiral since she got divorced. And because of the divorce, she, um, she, the, the rich guy got custody. And so they lived in this big house in San Clemente. But the rich guy got custody of the kids. Like, she wasn't the primary custody custodial. Now, I never questioned, I never questioned at the time, but I found that to be weird. Well, she was kind of bouncing around jobs. She couldn't kind of hold on to jobs. She was all over the place. So every time I see her, she had a new job. I was like, what the fuck's going on? But um, anyway, she got, one day she was on the phone with me and she called me up. I answered the phone. She got in a car accident on the phone. Like all I heard was her saying talking and then, ah, crash. I was like, man, she was completely accident prone. Check this out. One day, her car tires, she had a car tire issue, and I know she did not have the money in her situation. She called up one guy, and he paid for all four her, her tires. Mm. All four. On the spot. On the spot. Like, this woman would have been done into the road. She was very nice. She wasn't an asshole. She was just a little too old for me. She was a little bit fun. But she she got into a bind. She called up the right guy, and he bought all four tires. Mm. All four. On the spot without even thinking about it. And I was like, damn. Like so in, in my mind, in my mind, I'm looking at what guys are looking at out here in the marketplace. And we talk about all this wall shit. And I'm sitting here like, man, I don't see what y'all not seeing. Now again, did she become wealthy over it? No. My 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 bottom line is women don't become wealthy over any of these tactics with simps and tricks. The only way they become wealthy is through childbirth, and even then they blow the money on child support or alimony or marriage. If they're doing any of these things where they're dating, dating for dinner, um they're getting guys paying for tires, uh they're they're and they're getting guys paying on vacation. Inevitably, the women are almost never improving their financial situation, right? They're almost never improving it. And then they run into a part where they just, it, it just doesn't end up completely well. And they keep having to do it because yeah, they're getting a need met, but it's not making them wealthy. So then they have to continue doing it and thus they'll never be on where you are. They'll never use you. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, well, they'll never see men as a love mate. They only see them as a sponsor. That's the title of the show. They'll never see men as a love mate, or they only see guys as a sponsor. Once they get into that life of doing that, dating for food, they can never look at guy and say, Man, maybe I'll love him. It's wild as hell. But again, that's another story where guys are saying, nah. And I see it in real time. I'm like, damn, like, how did you get somebody? Like, for me, at that moment that I knew her, I never could have done that. Like, I w- couldn't even fix my tires, <laughs> let alone put four tires on another woman. But it happened to her, and I see it. I've been seeing it for years. Um, you know, some of these areas where you live in expose you to these things. But I'm like, man, almighty. Woo! I'm like, man, you call somebody up and he bought tires for you? Shit. Like, holy mackerel. I, w- I don't see it. Like, that's that's $800 to what? Did you have to go drop that neck? You had to go drop that neck. You had to go get that uh, total package facial. You had to go give him a piece of ass. Kaitlyn says, it's already tough for a man that has a biological daughter. Imagine having to be a stepdad for someone else's daughter. Financially, That's crazy. Especially it sounds like she's um he's improving her life, which is weird to me. All right, um, PayPal. I'm oh, sorry, Vimo seems to be working. All right, let's see here. Did, oh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. I, I probably got canceled. <laughs> I probably got canceled. What are we doing here? We got our brother here, DeWan. He says paying tuition coach, free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, we'll call you Paul S. Says $18 million. He says 1000 an hour. She's exaggerating. She's exaggerating. Well, $18 million in trust fund is not exaggerating, no. But I'm telling you, it was a one-off. And she's saying like $1,000, like $600. I'm telling you, it was a one-off. It wasn't no. I think he suggested $60,000. She didn't. She probably didn't even know what she got. I made like $1,000 an hour for six hours, 12 hours. But uh, it's, a wild, it's a wild thing out here. And of course, they live in this world where that this is, this is possible. So every woman has a dream. Every woman has a dream. The dream is that the rich man is going to come save him. Did I show you the video here? We're about to wrap it up. Remember I showed you the video of the woman that says, she said, I wish I had this so saved. She said, did you guys just ever dream that um, you're working hard and that maybe you're nice to a coworker and that coworker dies and they leave you in their will and uh, they leave millions of dollars to you in your will because you were nice to them at work. Mm. We looked at the comment section. A lot of women were like, "Yep, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, boy." In their world, (laughs) in their world, they believe that that is a possibility because women technically haven't worked the way they've worked in our society as they do today, meaning they're kind of working lemmings. Before, they kind of worked in manufacturing as immigrants, they work from home, they work closely to home with the husband, but now they kind of go to work and they're tired of that working shit. So they drum up these fantasies. <laughs> Remember that one? She's like, I had a dream that, uh, yeah, and what that is is manifesting some impossibility, winning the lottery. If I'm nice to people, then they'll leave me in their will and leave me millions of dollars. Fuck. Mm. Do you have that dream? I never had that dream. <laughs> right? I never thought. Maybe I'll be nice to a woman and fucking get some money. <laughs> like, unbelievable. There's no way. And somebody's going to leave me millions of dollars. Some sugar mama, 80-year-old sugar mama, I'm gonna, after I stop licking her bunions and her corns on her feet. And she's going to leave me money for no reason. They live, in a, they live in an alternative world where these things can happen. All right. <laughs> He's just working in a nursing home. And all they got to do is have the right scenario and boom. It's wild. Anyway. All right. Shout out to y'all brothers, man. Stay, stay encouraged. Stay positive. Uh, really open your eyes to what's going on out here. I don't want to have to tell you about what some of your sisters are doing out here. What some of your daughters are doing out here. All right. It's wild as hell. What's some of your what some of your hey guys, they can do this shit for free. All right. So imagine what you guys think women do for free. Imagine when they figure out that over here, there's a pay window. Like child support, divorce, alimony. Even Look, that woman was getting divorced and got and blew the house. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. women are to me are wild as hell. Literally got divorced, had to sell the house because she couldn't maintain it, couldn't afford it no more, and was back in court like a cheesy rat. And you guys think what I'm telling you is crazy? What? Where's she at? look, they don't, shit don't stop, you better be on your P's and Q's, you better be on your P's and Q's, they gonna find a way to steal the money, (laughs) look at this woman right here, and she was in there, woe is me, I'm the victim, she in there, look at the attorney, like shit, like a cheesy rat, and got she got a situation. Look at her. Look at how ha- Look at how happy this woman is. Look at that. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> Millie about buscrap. Will you understand they don't care, bro. And, and by the way, can, can I extend this out? You think they have, you're used to women telling you. Are, are there ladies in the house? Ladies, press one if you want to hear this. And I'm saying this for all men and all men's goodness. And uh, if you're a former Chad or a Tyrone or a Pookie or a player, you know this. What you see of women in public is not how they are in private. But I'm the only one going to tell you this. And some of you guys get mad and you're fighting me. You're fighting the wrong person. You're fighting the wrong person. I don't need you to fight me. I I got the honest to God truth over here. I'm not exaggerating. I've seen it. The stuff that I show you, I can show you a video, but I've seen it. I don't just believe the video. I've seen it in real life. I've seen it in real life. So I'm not just going off what a woman said on the video. I've seen it. You think that women are how you see them at work, at your school, and shit like this. I'm going to just let you know. When they get behind closed doors, they nasty. They nasty. They don't have morals. They do things <laughs> that you would never think they would do. They're all nice and sit there. When they behind closed doors, they be doing some wild shit, and you don't see them. And then they come back out and they acting normal again, for real. Anybody experience this? So you have to be on one certain side. Maybe you be on the sugar daddy side, or the you you mess with strippers, or you you got to, another. I I knew a woman that said she was in church that day and was getting defiled that day, and she was in church that day. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, I went to church with my friend." A few hours later, (laughs) like, what? You guys are thinking, and they be doing some nasty, nasty stuff out here, man. I don't, I like it. But don't ever think. I mean, I've worked with, I've worked on college campuses. I've heard some things like, holy shit. I've seen it with my own eyes, like, what? Don't ever hear these women, I would never do this. I would never mess with a married man. I would never sell my body. I would never, I don't believe that shit until I see it. I don't, I don't believe it until I see it. And I want proof. Because that's how I have to deal with them. That's how I have to deal with them. They be out here wilding. And you don't see, nobody sees it. You guys think that, oh, I would see it. I would see. I would see it if these women were doing this. You're not going to see it. They make sure, and the prettiest ones, prettiest ones. I had a pretty flat back in here. She was nasty, all right? She was doing what, like, she was like, choke me, that, all of this shit. Wanting to get spit on, and you're like, no, no, no. She looks too proper for that. I'm like, they wiling. They wiling out here. They are wiling. And this isn't just because dudes are like, well, you just experiencing that. I'm 40. Eight years old please stop acting like i just discovered life as a youtuber i'm 48 i've lived as an adult for 30 years way before anybody thought of a youtube i lived how many years as an adult before there was a youtube at least 15 years Trust me, I've been around. I've seen enough before there was a YouTube, before I went to the dark side, before I got married. I knew what was going on. Stop the bullshit. A lot of y'all think because you grew up in life where there was only YouTube and Instagram, I grew up in a world that there was not even that. And I was seeing some crazy shit. (laughs) Y'all, like, well, that's because you over there on the dark. Man, I've been. Uh, I've been lived a life, more, like doubled and tripled the life but, uh, of most of you people listening to me. I forgot more than you've ever known. I forgot more than you've ever known. Please don't think that this is some new shit out here. The only reason why you can see it now, somewhat, is because they're bragging about it. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> it's a wild thing it's a wild thing but anyway man he says I wish I could see the stuff from the 90s yeah man it is some wild shit but listen you guys gotta watch it you guys gotta watch it here anyway I'm out of here enough of this bullshit <laughs> shout out to the Eagles about to lose damn <laughs> Humbly speaking, yes. Shout out to the Eagles about to take a L by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So much for Baker Mayfield coming to the uh, Raiders. We have another brother here. Let me get this super chat before I get up out of here. Shout out to Elvis says, what's up, Coach Gang? He says, that court scene was tough to watch. If that's what you and other divorced men have gone through, I get it now. Once you see it, you cannot see it. I've been in Monk Mode for me uh, a year in, and every um, advantage you said about Monk Mode is true. I found my peace. Thank you for your wisdom, Coach Gang for life. And go back to that, that child support hearing that I showed you. Guys, it's like that. You think you're going to go in there? It makes sense. Now you're going to go in there and pay your lawyer. That's what you're going to do. We out of here. Peace.